0: My name is Jesus Pagan and I'm here on Just Conversation Podcast.
1: Warning. This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience.
2: Discretion is advised. Going live in five four.
1: What does live mean?
2: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack.
1: And I am your host, Christina.
2: And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified a second new episodes are released.
1: Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss.
2: Yes, so go force somebody at some dangerous, dangerous risky level to join you at this point i'm being vague i'm like bro do what you gotta do
1: do no you do what (laughs) you
2: gotta do look they're gonna Uh listen they're gonna listen you go to somebody i'm not telling you who to go up to i'm making no judgments this week i'm like you go to whoever and you do whatever but they gotta be able to listen you can't like murder a guy but they got they have to be able to listen if you failed there's like fight club when they like go out and lose a fight yeah and it's like here, this is their test. This is your test. You go out and force somebody to listen.
1: Does forcing have to be part of it?
2: Yes, you have to force them. If somebody's like, "I'll do it," go to the next person.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: No, you what? go to somebody who's like, "Nah," and then you're like, "I win." Now I make them.
1: Okay, what if you trick them into listening? Is does that not count? No, they, they have, have to, to knowingly. They have to be
2: against listening. Listening, and then you take the option of saying no away after they're like, "Nah."
1: Okay, that's awful, Well, okay.
2: How do you know? How do you know it's awful? It could be any range of different ways. Except they could that be...
1: they have to be forced. Here's they're money. They're not happy.
2: Here's here's money. You don't want to listen? I bet I could get you to listen. Money.
1: But then that doesn't feel like you're forcing them But anymore. you did.
2: You put the ultimatum of you don't get this money if you don't listen.
1: Oh, okay. I guess if you make it like that, then they're forced. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: there's a bunch of ways to approach it. You're the one who just thought, I don't know why you're thinking violence. I don't know why you're thinking it's gonna be horrible for this other person. No. It's just they're gonna to have to They're just listen. not gonna
1: enjoy it. The, or yeah. they're at least in the beginning they're not gonna enjoy it until they listen and realize this is the greatest show ever.
2: Anyways, today we have a fantastic guest for you guys.
1: Yes. He's it, so awesome.
2: Totally. He really is. It is uh my friend, my lifelong friend from childhood. Jesus. My partner. The pagan Jesus. Yes his name i've always found his name fucking fast jesus pagan come on
1: does he love his name as much as you love his name <laughs> i've never
2: asked him that but his name is astounding hmm. it's kind of like like marilyn manson calling himself the antichrist superstar like the concept of of the backwardsness of that
1: yeah but he was just given that at birth.
2: he was given this at birth this name is actually jesus pagan man that's mm-hmm. not Jesus Pagan Man, but, you know, seems <laughs> Jesus Pagan Man. Whoa. That's badass.
1: Well, if he becomes a superhero, he can call himself Jesus Pagan Man.
2: If he is became a superhero, yeah. <laughs> Look, if he sat down, meditated, and became one with the universe, and then used that power the way Dr. Manhattan does, he would be Jesus Pagan Man.
1: Yes what a ridiculous name i don't know with man in it it changes it.
2: yeah it went from totally awesome jesus Pig." i'm jesus no i'm pagan jesus pagan it's like oh shit that guy's fucking edgy to i'm jesus pagan man I'm like what what What? no his name is badass mm-hmm. but now this guy has always been a very interesting individual always interesting to have a conversation with him Cause it's impossible to kind of tell where he's at at any given moment.
1: What do you mean?
2: He's very reflective, and he likes to think very abstract thoughts. And as a result, he has a, a better grasp on abstract thoughts than most people. He has a very interesting ideas, and he comes from a whole like left field. Anybody I talk to about these things, yeah, when it comes to philosophy or morality or life in general. Things that me and Jesus would talk about. Anybody else kind of has the same ideas that I do in that ballpark. A good example is Mike Burton. We have very similar ideology when it comes to that. Yeah. But Jesus somehow always has an entirely other angle on these things. From
1: you? From me
2: and the whole other group in general. Yeah. He always has a unique perspective. So it's actually funner. To talk to, to talk him to. about these things. The other person I can think about is um Dave. Dave tends to have an entirely different point of view as well. Both Jesus and Dave are the same like that.
1: But I feel like, hmm, who has more though? Jesus.
2: Okay. I think if we were to put it on a scale, yeah, me and everybody are like the right side. Okay. Dave is the middle.
1: And then pagan is the Jesus
2: is all the way on the left.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I see that?
2: Yeah. I think that's the spectrum we have at the moment.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Then people should love hearing you guys talk.
2: And and I think people <laughs> land along that scale to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. For example, I would argue that Chris lands closer to me on Dave's side than okay. on Jesus' side. Because Jesus is very abstract, but he leans closer to a God. Yes. While I lean further from a God. Uh-huh. And Chris leans more in my direction than he does in. So there's a spectrum of people we've spoken to there.
1: Anyone who's farther from you of there's not a God who's like, just like there's not a God, I guess, would be the farthest. No, that
2: would be Christian. Oh, okay. He was like, there's no God. Oh, okay. But I don't think that's farther from me. I think that's closer to me than Jesus who aims towards God. I think the most agnostic person we've had on this show is Dave. Okay. He's like, like he sides with nothing. He's like, yeah, whatever.
1: Oh, okay. Like
2: I'm more of a, but what about this? But what about that? He's like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. No
2: matter what, I could be like, yeah, I saw God. He'd be like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like that would be his his response to that. Well, I'm like, there has to be some way to explain this, and mm-hmm. it looks like Jesus aims more towards, yeah, higher power, of some sort.
1: Yeah, I'm morals. In morality. morals, there's some,
2: yeah, there's inherent morality in the universe. Yes. Therefore, higher energy or higher being or next life or something.
1: Because that's where it came from. I'm guessing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Anyways, you guys are definitely going to enjoy hearing this conversation where Jesus and I dive into these topics. He is quite the entertaining individual. I love his mind my entire life. I grew up next to this guy. Obviously, people I grew up to are kind of psychotic the way I am. We we sort of space out into abstract thoughts and land in the middle of nowhere land going everywhere, going everywhere. And Mm -hmm. it's always awesome. I love that. I love to be able to just casually talk to somebody about whatever. And Jesus is the right guy for that. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation and we will see you on the other side. Hi. Hi.
0: <laughs> Messing around with mirror images. I'm thinking of series and just learning basically <clears throat> learning different stuff and trying to come up with a creative idea like you said basically trying to make up your own thing invent a style of art <clears throat> basically something like something similar to like a I guess a series you could call it like a like a Marvel or a street um street fighter type thing
2: interesting interesting and you you've been uh, developing that you've been doing all the work the legwork
0: necessary it's it's a it's a long term goal, so I've been taking my time with it. But I've been writing, like I started writing out the series and started writing out backgrounds and characters and different things of that nature while learning the process of how to make it all come together as far as company wise. So how uh, just been doing that.
2: How how deep into the process are you?
0: I'm getting one book about done. Cause the way I want to do it is. I would love to push it off as an anime from the from the door, but I understand that's going to take a lot of uh, support and funds. And I'm thinking about making a book series to build up the hype towards the anime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's like a slow process, because the book series could be a fast process depending how much time I put in to write every chapter or so, you know? So... Once I got that down packed, I could build the hype a little, gen- generate the hype a little bit with that, and hopefully gain some sus- some support from like Kickstarter or something like that, and go to anime and get like artists and actual animators who know how to do that process.
2: And do you know any, or are you just gonna be starting from scratch?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know any, so I'm gonna be starting from scratch. But, um, I know about Fiverr and stuff like that, and i'm 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 a patient person, so I know how to look around for artists that I particularly like or would like and uh and as far as animation goes, i'm gonna wanna see their work ethic, you know what I mean to see if they're following the same type of anime style that I would want it to be.
2: And what uh, and, what type of style are you into? What type of style do you think the anime? Do you have that in mind or are you going to find
0: out and, like, at that moment? And to be honest, yeah, I was just about to say, like, as far as the anime go, like, I don't really know what type of style. Because I really don't know if I want to do it in, like, a 3D version or, like, a cartoon version compared to, like, Naruto or something like that, you know? So I'm I'm kind of fixated behind both, kind of, because you know how they got that new 2D type of 3d art so it'd probably be similar to that if anything because i want it to be its own unique style at the same time
2: so you want well that's complicated because you're asking the like, yeah start something entirely original in every possible you want artists who create something original you're trying to create an original story in the first place you have plans for where the story is going to go in the first place like there's ideas here
0: yeah there is, there is, there's a, there's a lot of ideas there. And that's why I've just been slowly but surely thinking about that and progressing towards investing towards it as far as savings go and actually putting the time down to write about it and come up with the ideas. Because like I said, I want it to be like a, like a franchise kind of. Cause if you think about it, if, if it can grow to the biggest potential that I'm hoping it to become, it could, the merchandise alone is going to be, you know, where all the money really is, like by then the series could be handed down somewhere. But but you gotta be you
2: gotta be stacking some money, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. We're talking hundreds of thousands in just for an hour of any content animated. Somebody with the skill of Meat Canyon, he is absurdly talented, but he can do you any style you want. So yeah. what your exact request? He does a minute for a thousand dollars.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's insane.
2: And he's doing it independently. If you had to go yeah. to a company, you're looking at two, three times that price.
0: That's true. That's true.
2: So you can easily be running yourself four hundred thousand dollars. You're looking at quite a climb financially.
0: You better be fully committed. It is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite a ride. Especially once once the story starts to make an impact. You know, because that's that's where it's really gonna ball down to. Is how well I decide to write this series and then lead it into a Chronicles. Because I want to do a Chronicles about the characters. That's that's going to be the anime. But the book itself is going to be a series about what it is. You know? Yeah. Like the whole thing. Like the whole story in total.
2: Now, that's really interesting. So, you you've been writing these characters out. You've been developing this plot. How long have you been writing this now?
0: Me writing it down? I've been writing it about four months now. But as far as thinking about everything, that's why I pretty much have everything structured out. It's just got to be written down, pen and paper, and um copywriting as well. And basically, once that starts, like I could start. Like I said, I'll I'll start with the um with the with the Kickstarter because Kickstarter's a it's a big thing if you think about it, and if you do it correctly and show the people that you're willing to like give back for their support. Like, Kickstarter could could bring you to the top of the game in, in a matter of moments, you know? Yeah, if you can get Kickstarter
2: behind you, that would be the most of lovely things that could happen.
0: And it's surprising, man, like, because you keep up with the stuff that goes on on Kickstarter. It's it's amazing how, like, there's just random people who's willing to support. But here's the thing. What you here's create. what I'll tell you
2: about Kickstarter. Kickstarter has people who are uh, geniuses marketing what they're doing. Yeah. So it's not just that they had the idea and they put it on Kickstarter. Rather, no, of they they knew they made websites, they made accounts on social medias, all promoting the Kickstarter and the idea. You got exactly. You got to go balls in with something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's why I said I'm 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 saving towards investing in in artists and getting a couple of sketch sketch artists. Start off with sketch artists. That way, um. I got an idea of how I want the characters to be, and then, like I said, like you just said, marketing is where it's really all at. Yeah. And like that's that's really not hard to do as far as um like promoting and just being on top of the job. But as far as like what to say and exactly how you should be marketing, that's where the the real test is going to be, and where you might need some people. But honestly, if you think about it, marketing is not necessarily hard. If you're just willing to do it the way it's supposed to be done, you get what I'm saying. I mean, the question is, what's the way it's supposed to be done? There's the way to me. The way marketing is supposed to be done is doing everything you just said: making a page, making a website, making this, making that, and then having these pages paying for advertisement. Because that's where the real marketing is. Because that's what marketing is: It's advertisement. So if you're willing. To spend your money out of your own pocket to advertise on Facebook, on Instagram, and pay for that, pay for a couple of weeks or something that you're advertising, you're gonna see the numbers, and you're gonna see the growth, you're gonna see the follows. You're gonna, I, I've done it with a with a website that I was trying to come up with, which was Catch a Deal. You know, I, I rushed everything. It's not really that I rushed everything that I that I think it failed. It didn't necessarily fail, but like I got myself too impacted with everything i was trying to do at once that it kind of like shut me down from having the, the 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 ambition to keep doing it you know so where i messed up was i was trying to sell like almost everything i had to pick a niche you know i had to narrow it down to something that i really wanted to like push out there and that that was my fault that's where i felt i should have picked a niche and stuck with it and then let the company grow that way and be the um because basically what i was going for was um affiliate marketing yeah so i had like a affiliate marketing type website that i was gonna make but like i said i was trying to do too many things at once i learned a lot but i got nowhere you know but i was willing to pay for it and i saw the numbers i saw the follows i saw the not the comments but i saw the follows i saw the clicks I saw the views, everything when I was paying for advertisement, so that's basically where it's at once you once you get everything done as far as your web page your um your Facebook page, your Instagram page, all your pages on social media that you can possibly do, do it on and if they have some type of paid advertisement, you can even pay to advertise on YouTube. If they have some type of paid advertisement and you're willing to make some type of commercial or some type of visual that will attract more people to whatever your idea is or your product is, you're bound to make money because... See, now we're talking about the
2: truth right here. Now you're getting to the granular details of it because you got to understand that marketing isn't just the accounts. What you just said there is marketing. Knowing the right color scheme that attracts people, using the right font that just grabs their eye, weird messages that stay in their
0: mind. That's marketing.
2: Yes, you got to like get into the granular detail that almost records it into their subconscious so that they're thinking about it randomly. And rather than Mm -hmm. seeing it once when they scroll and then forget about it the moment they're not looking. No, you need that thing that like burrows under and stays in their mind. So even after they're done scrolling, later walking down the street, it just clicks and they're like, oh yeah, that thing, that was actually interesting. Yeah. And that's complicated. That's colors and words and
0: Yeah, fonts. but that's 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 a deeper meaning of 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 marketing. I know where you're going with it. That that's somebody you gotta pay for. You, you know what I mean? But but what I'm saying realistically, if you was to not do it like that, as long as you're willing to, to pay for your advertisement, you're gonna see the the traffic. You know? You might you might not see it as well as the next person who's paying for a marketer. Because, like you said, they know the schemes, the 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 center of attention, how to grab people, you know, and make them constantly focus on it.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta do the hard work, the legwork. It's 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 so much harder on your own though. Because if you get an expert to do it, they know what they're doing. But if you're on your own doing it by yourself, yeah, at this point you're just giving people ads without like a hook attached to them you get what i mean like they're getting your content but they're not getting the the thing that's going to make them remember it that's the hardest part about marketing period
0: yeah the thing that's going to make them come back to that memory of you know that color scheme just like you said that is that is true but it's still possible without there's people who do it you know
2: yeah you just gotta it's it's annoying a little bit complicated but anything you could learn by being hands-on about it you know
0: yeah, exactly. Cause like I said, I I learned a lot when I when I failed my first website. You know, to be honest, I had two websites, but then what were you doing on the websites? The, um, the first website I ever created was um, it was called as as real as it gets. It was basically a blog, and I did that for like a good two months, and I didn't really understand it. Like I didn't understand. Like I understood what a blog was, and and what I was doing. But I didn't understand, like, the advertisement thing or or none of that. And that's basically what I went in it for, to understand that and hopefully grow to that. But the website wasn't legit, so I didn't like that fact. I was being stubborn about it. And plus, like, I just stopped blogging because there was so much to blog about. But at the same time, I felt like I was being gossip. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to be a gossiper because it's like, there's like a million and one people talking about this stuff right now. I'm going to be a million one too, you know? So I was like, nah, I just, I just let it go. And then I tried YouTube. And then when I came back to it, I came back to it trying to do affiliate marketing because I thought about it. I was like, you know what? There's ways to make money off the web, through affiliate marketing. And I know how to make my own website and pay for one. So I went. And I actually paid for it for a whole year to like start making my way and, and like learning how to design a website for buying merchandise and things like that without using the simple ones. I was trying to do it from scratch, basically just learning how to develop my own website and try to maintain it and understand the, not the marketing, but like how, how all the analytics of, of the payments and everything goes through. And, just to like get an idea of how all of it works as far as the, the internet, the web page, the, the, the back wall behind the web page, as far as learning the, the coding. Cause I ain't learned too much coding cause nowadays they make it simple for you, but you still got to learn some type of coding to understand what's really going on and how everything works as far as the picture staying there. Like I learned a lot. Like I said, it was just, I was trying to do too much at one time in order to actually see it succeed to what i wanted it to become
2: i see that that's often the the biggest problem creative people have they have too many ideas and they struggle at focusing any one of them that seems to be the yeah. most common issue that creatives have because you got to focus that energy otherwise you're going to have a bunch of mediocre skills and none that you are particularly good at and that's not going to get you anywhere it should be yeah you master one before you jump on to the second one
0: definitely definitely
2: and a lot of self-investment uh, takes place there. You have to just keep aiming your resources back at improving that thing.
0: Yeah, you definitely do, man. You definitely do. And I learned a lot, like I said. I learned a lot, and I'm still learning, you know? So it's a process. But I'm trying to be creative and learn my ropes around this world while being creative, you know? Now, uh, what do you, do you have a deadline on your writing process? Um, I want to have at least one book done by, by the end of next year.
2: That's a good timeline. So you're looking at a little, so you start, you let's say you've been doing it for this year. So you're looking at about a two year project to get the book done. Yeah. That's a good timeline. Because for your first book, it it might definitely take up the entire two years as you finish the initial writing process. Then you go through several different drafts of editing to refine the story over and over and over. And you've read it a hundred million times by now. and You're tired of fucking editing, but you know there's exactly.
0: still something. There. Exactly. Exactly. Because I'm I'm realistically I'm trying to have it written and done by a year. You know what I mean? Within a year, or at least ten months, the most. And then, like you said, go through it, get it copywritten, and then make sure everything's exactly how how I want it to be, and make sure I'm not missing nothing or misdirecting anything. Yeah, leave the
2: copyright the, for the very end after you've worked yeah, out course. all the kinks.
0: But like you said, that takes time. To like like working out what you really want to make stick, or yeah, maybe you could have wrote better. Because cause my whole thing is what you're gonna learn. is with anything really. Like you get better at something as you go, as you go by doing it repeatedly. So it might, it might come to a point where like, let's just say you're doing the roof of a house and the whole roof is like a whole square foot or maybe two acres of land. Right. It's just one roof, two acres. You do the whole roof. And by the time you get towards the end, you did the ends much better than when you started. So it's like damn I want to redo the the beginning. That's you know?
2: that is the whole biggest goddamn problem of the writing process, bro. You're going to hate you're going to hate it. You know how ever anytime they ask a writer if they love what they do, and their response is always like, I love it, but I hate it. It's a love-hate relationship. It's because of what you just said right there. You write, let's say you're talking novels. You're talking bare minimum 40,000 words. So you you cut a 40,000-word document. Usually you do about 60,000, and then you take down the crap that doesn't matter, leaving you roughly with about... 40,000 words. Great. Fantastic. So you've somehow made it to 40,000 words. Now you're going to edit the process. Totally fine. You got all the words down the first time. There's a lot of sloppy writing in there, but you didn't care. You were just trying to get the idea down. So you do the first draft. By the end of the first draft, which could have taken you an entire month, you've learned so many things at the end of it. Like as you kept going, you kept getting better. So now the ending is so good as compared to the beginning that's probably starting off really sloppy. So then you tell yourself, I'm going to do another edit and I'm going to add what I've learned to the beginning. And so, I'm going to make it all equal. And as you go, you get better, again, applying the skill you had at oh, the yeah. end of the first draft to the beginning, yep. but you're still improving. So, by the time you get to the end of the second draft, now it's that much better than the beginning of the book again.
0: Yep. And this is pretty just going to
2: circle back over and over and over and over and over and over and, over and it's always going to be like that for the rest of Infinity.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And and that's kind of why I want to do a four four-book series. Like break it into four different type of series because I know I'm gonna get better. Like, cause it's only it's only right that I get better. It's like practicing the same karate chop every day. Like, there's no way I can mess it up, you know. So once I get better, it's like I just wanna keep keep writing a little bit more, and that's what's gonna bring me into the whole anime series. Cause I'd rather do it while I'm a better writer than just start it now you know what I mean because then it, it, it's not it might not come out as good as it could have been overall so
2: I like the focus I like the dedication you're you're sitting down and doing the work it's not easy to say I'm gonna sit down and write and then actually do it
0: yeah it ain't it ain't because some days I, I don't write but when I do I do you know how often would you say you write I probably write at least two hours at least three days if not four days out of the week that's pretty good.
2: You're doing better than because, most writers. <laughs>
0: You're doing better because, than most like writers. I said, like I said, I did my research, and every time I go into sign I like to do my research on it because I like to I like to hear from other people's perspective, whether they' beginning or they' have been there for a long time. I just like to learn from their perspective. And there was one older dude. I, I forgot what his name was, but it was an older guy, and he was a writer, and he wrote probably for like 14 years, I believe he said. And he said one of the things that you you got to do is make time for your writing all the time. Even if you could put two hours a day for like two days a week, like at least you dedicated that time to writing and getting something done, especially if you got a deadline. So he's like, give yourself a deadline. That way you can stick to your time schedule of writing because you're going to want to reach the deadline. You know what I mean? And if you don't, then it's like you failed your own goal, you know? That is... True as fuck. That is so
2: true. What I tell people is, you can easily break your deadline into easy-to-accomplish tasks. So you can say, like, you said novel, right? That's incredibly easy. If you were to write every single day only 1000 words by the end of 2 months you have 40000 words and actually not even 2 full months it's a month and 10 days <clears> if by the up. end of 2 whole months you have your 60000 writing only 1000 words a day and then exactly. you just have a year and 10 months to edit
0: and and that's it edit and and scrap for the next one you know
2: yep and i would say if you haven't started this yet what you should do is always write with a second document open so that your main writing document has all the chaotic ideas you want to put in, right? But anytime an idea that seems like it doesn't fit there shows up, you don't scrap the idea. You put it in the second document. Call that the toss away. You're going to save that anyways. One, because you thought the ideas were interesting. And if they don't fit in this story, maybe they fit in a different one. Exactly. And two, you're not skilled enough of a writer, perhaps for the complexity of the thought. Maybe by the end of your first edit, You've developed a skill that'll show you how that same thing you thought couldn't fit now does.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Definitely, definitely. That that is a good idea. I ain't thinking of that. But um, yeah. But with writing too, you know what's crazy? You gotta do research. Like even if like I'm writing, obviously a a, a fictional story. It's not real. So so basically, I gotta do research on. Like the Wild Wild West, because one of the characters is from that era of time. So I want to, like, at least tie something realistic to it and not just, like, make up my own. Like, like, cowboy. You ever saw that movie, um, Cowboys and Aliens versus Aliens or something like that? Nah. Well, it's a movie called Cowboys and Aliens. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. It, it got nothing to do with actual, like, how they live cowboy life. And,. Like, you can tell, like, they just wanted to make the movie about what it was. Cowboys versus aliens. Like, they didn't care about the history, the research. And even though it was a fake movie, it wasn't based on a true story. But, like, you can tell they didn't do nothing to make it seem like it was part of historical life. How it was. They just went with the fact it was cowboys and that was it. Like, my character, I want him to have in-depth, like, some type of real life Research on on how cowboys lived and well, the this type is of, this is what I'll say about yeah.
2: what where you're coming from. If you are trying to create reality, then even if it's a story that's fiction, the characters based in reality, then you need research. But if you look at something like Star Wars, one of the biggest, most popular things in all of history. There is no research going into that. Nothing in that is based on science. It is all just make-believe off of somebody's mind. And that is huge. Zero research. Huge. And it's just as big as its counterpart, Star Trek, which is made by a guy who did nothing but research. All he did was research. Everything in Star Trek is based on the most solid, most logical conclusions to relativity. So it depends on which angle you're coming from. So in your case, you want your cowboy to have reality in, entwined in his persona, but it's not yeah. necessarily an obligation
0: to it's, it's do research not, on that. It's not, it's not. But there's still like a little research I just want to do, you know, just to have some some factors in there somewhere.
2: Well, no, for your character, it makes perfect sense because you want him to be grounded.
0: Exactly, yeah, and he's like a main one, so... I don't wanna I don't wanna get no slack for saying something that people's gonna be like, ah that ain't true. You know what I mean? Even though I know it's gonna come regardless, but
2: if you're trying to I, sell him like he's a real cowboy, then yeah. But if you're trying to like make an absurd world where this is the new version of Cowboys that existed, yeah, yeah. then you don't really need to. You ever seen Cowboy Bebop?
0: Yeah. Bebop? Yeah,
2: no. the anime? You have seen Cowboy Bebop the anime?
0: Oh wait, wait, the anime? I think I saw a couple of episodes. I know what you're talking about,
2: though. Like space pirates or some shit.
0: Yeah. Now nah, you know what, what was it? You ever saw Outlaw? Outlaw, no. That's a throwback anime. You gotta see that.
2: Where'd you see that? That was like on Tsunami or some shit? Yeah. Where? Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a throwback throwback, man.
2: Nah, I totally don't remember that. That's Holy like shit, the, that's an old ass
0: art style. What the fuck? That was, that was from like the late 90s or something like God, that. God, anime used to look so good back then. They used to have this nice,
2: sharp, edgy-looking thing. Now they all look the fucking same. They
0: they, they all flashy now.
2: Yeah, everything is so, like, bubblegum. It's annoying. It's sing, sing, boom, boom. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, in my case for writing, right, I do research on specific... I've never done research on a character's background. Nope. They come off the top of my head every little detail. But sometimes I need something really specific. For example, I'm writing a character who is a neurologist. Yeah. So I need to understand uh, neurology mm -hmm. to some degree. Enough so that the dialogue he uses and Crap makes sense. Exactly. But the person that he's doing neurology on is experiencing things that do not exist in the real world and would never be possible. So I don't have to do crap about what he's
0: experiencing. True, true. No, but the reason why it's not so much on the character is more so much on like the 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 era of that time with the character. You know? Yeah. So so it's like more so much of I gotta do research on that. So like you said, I know what I'm talking about when I talk about that era. You know, yeah. I'm not just writing. You should some uh, goofy,
2: read books written stuff that don't from, make sense. You should read uh, books written from that era in the United States from the West.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's all I really got to do. Yeah,
2: just read a couple of books from the Old West. Not the r- modern interpretations of crap. Read books that were written... At that time, that'll tell you where the writer's state of mind was, what people who were there were experiencing rather than somebody's interpretation of, because one of the things I hate about doing research is always stumbling upon, well, the expert said this, and then you go and you contrast that by the person who was there. And it's like, wow, I'm just getting somebody's opinion piece, basically. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. So you want the perspective of those who experienced it. Anytime you could get that, get that 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 trumps anything you could possibly come across some dude who's like well billy the kid walked into town and just popped three mofos it's like oh shit that's some wild west shit right there
0: for real yeah but i want to go into like vivid like it's just certain things that i want to be like vivid detailed about you know what i mean like on some dr stone type shit like without even necessarily trying to be that 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 knowledgeable but i just wanted to be there you know
2: yeah, I would say get definitely familiar with the granular details of...
0: You ever saw Dr. Stone? I have no idea what the fuck that is, no? Oh man, you gotta watch that. There's
2: so you many things I have not... I'm not, like, the biggest TV kind of guy. That's really the problem.
0: No, but Dr. Stone, it would teach you some, some shit. That's why I say watch it. And you'll like it. It's, it's like real-life science. They be breaking down, and you learn something. Like, it's a crazy anime. It's a crazy anime.
2: I'll check it out. It looks interesting. I'm looking at some uh, uh, some of its visuals right now. Doctor Stone is the guy with the um, the Vash the Stampede haircut.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know what to call it. It's like some freakazoid.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's all the like fucking. what's that like guy from um, the military dude from Street Fighter?
0: Oh, damn! Um, yeah, what is his name?
2: He's got that fucking hairdo going on. Gaia. Gaia. Yeah, yeah, good.
0: yeah. He's got that shit going on yeah man but it's crazy man like i've been i've been what do you think about what's going on with with this whole amc rave are you a part of it hell yes i'm part of it i've been on this train from the start bro (laughs) i've been climbing that bitch
2: since day one since before it was their idea i just at the beginning when i started fucking around with stocks i was just like buying shit i'm like what if this shoots up what if that shoots and i just bought a bunch of crap that was really cheap. I was just like, it's on discount. Just buy a bunch of cheap he shit said and it's like on discount. but think of the logic, right? In the case of um like GameStop, right? It was four dollars, yeah. bro. It was four dollars each GameStop stock. And I like GameStop, but I, I grew up on it. I'm one of the yeah. few idiots who legitimately likes the stock. So I went ahead and I bought a couple. Oh, okay. I had no fucking clue it was gonna blow Yo, up and make me money.
0: You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I had the same Like, like interaction, like what you just said right now, as far as like you grew up on it, like and you like, hey, why not? Like, fuck it. I started doing this. I had that same feeling when I saw GameStop as a stock when I first started investing into it. And like you said, it was at four dollars and I just never did it. And you don't know how much I regret it now,
2: man. No, oh, no, dude. I did this with hella shit. I, when I was looking, I first looked at coins, right? I looked at Dodge coin before it blew up. I'm like, this is, this is, one, it's, it's 3% of a penny. 3% of a penny. I'm going to buy a thousand. 3% of a penny. I'm going to buy a thousand, bro. It's like not even that expensive. Bitch blew up. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. For, ab, for AMC, crazy. I had a different plan. It was kind of a little more calculated, although I didn't know it was going to blow up. I w- my idea was, as soon as the pandemic is over, people are going to start going right back to the theater, and they're going to probably no. want to do it in mass, which no. means it's going to have a really huge uptick, and then I could just hop off at the top. I didn't Not- know a bunch of trolls were going to band together and rise the stock intentionally.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy how, how people figure that out. But going back to what you said, not only are they going to go there like in the numbers, you got to think about the people who's going to want to stay there for at least half a day and buy like three different movie tickets.
2: I I feel like there's not enough of them to calculate it into the mix. That's there's a not lot enough. of people.
0: There's not enough, but there's enough AMCs across America to make it feel like enough.
2: Fair enough. If you said... Every single AMC had two people who were going to stay there the whole day. It, you just really got to go down into how many AMCs there are in the country to then multiply the cost. But that depends how many. Uh, let's Google this real quick. How many AMCs are. I'm going to give you the answer to if this is significant at all. Because maybe it fucking is. And that's a reasonable calculation. Like just a small group of people going to boost this shit beyond all comprehension.
0: Sure. Yep, because you get a group of friends. They might buy two tickets each Seven thousand. different movies.
2: Oh, no, there's only 2,000. 000... Oh, I don't know. What? How many AMCs? Oh, no, there's only 300 and 620 theaters. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. Nah. No, nah, it's not enough. It wouldn't. The number wouldn't move shit. You're relying on the bigger number by such a vast minority that that 620 times two or three is a drop in the bucket. You're talking that in one day a single theater might see 1,000 people. Hey. So yeah, so in that case, with one or two per theater, and there's not enough theaters for that number to make a significant difference. Talking yeah. twenty dollars each person, that's only sixty dollars for that one individual. If there's two of them, you made one hundred and twenty dollars times six hundred and twenty. Like that's not going to raise up the stock. True, true.
0: But I know so can go. What what exactly raises a stock? Because there's there's been a lot of stuff coming out about it. It's funny because now have you heard that that now they're saying that. It's not really the business that raises a stock. It's more of the buy power between the people buying the stocks. Well, it's
2: always been the people buying the stocks. I'll explain it. What happens is, if a company is doing good things financially, right? That means the the company is worth something. They're doing good things, their profit is going to go up, and you want to be there for the profit. So you buy into their stock, because it's a good company. They're going to last long, and more people are going to be want, are gonna want to be invested as this company's worth goes up. So in buying the stock, you reduce the number of stocks that are available. And by reducing the number of stocks that are available, the price of each individual stock goes up. All right. So it's a supply and demand scenario. The more you take, the less there are, the higher the demand, the lesser supply, the higher the cost. Uh, so, as more people want to, oh, GameStop is doing so good, let's, well, I guess GameStop is a troll one, but let's use Tesla, that's a perfect example. Oh, they're doing really good things, their electric cars are doing really great, we're gonna... I I want some Tesla stock. I'm gonna buy the stock, but then everybody else is having the same idea, so we all buy a little bit of Tesla stock. The price goes up because there's less stock. Elon Musk goes and does something stupid publicly. They're like, "Well, this company is gonna collapse because people are gonna freak out." Some people have principles. He smoked weed on Joe Rogan, and they don't want to associate him with him smoking weed. So I'm gonna sell my stock at the top before all those other people see what he did, and they jump out of the company just because they're anti- weed, and so the stock price drops because people are selling thinking that people are going to be paranoid. But when they see that it doesn't drop too much, they're like, you know what? I'm going to buy back in because it went down less than I thought. And everybody else is going to notice this too. So they're going to buy it again. But if I buy it first, I'll ride it up from the bottom price and they're going to give me yeah. some profit.
0: All right. True that. You hear me? Yeah. So that's basically how um, the uh, the money loop goes. Yeah, man. Stocks stocks is weird. It's funny though. I, I, I see it as a, a savings with, with with the greatest investment well interest i would say um interest that anything can offer the only bad thing about it you could come out with less than what you put in but if you make sure you're you're investing in the proper stocks as far as the proper companies that that shouldn't be an issue especially if you buy at the dip i will i will tell you a secret
2: but don't tell anybody
0: <laughs> if you don't
2: sell you don't leave with less than you came in yeah, pretty much. There is a, a, a secret word we use in stocks trading. It's called hold.
0: Yep. I call it long-term.
2: Yeah, there you go. Perfect. We're talking about the same thing. It, Beautiful. I call,
0: it, I call it long-term value. Yeah. That's what so I if, would call
2: it. If it goes down, you don't panic sell and lock in that loss. That's crazy. You just, well, it's worth less. Now I have no option but to hold. If it goes, yep. if any stock you own goes below the point you bought it, now it's a permanent hold position. You're just waiting until that goes back up because you're not taking it out without a profit. That's it. Yeah. That's all there's to it. Pretty much. Pretty As much. for the dip, that's a tricky one. Don't fall for the dip problem because you can easily get fucked on the dip. What happens is the floor of the stock is always moving. If you buy the dip and it's not the bottom, it could essentially move lower and never come up. You'll never, some stocks, just never come back up. What you want to see is a stock dip and then stop dipping, but not go up immediately. You want it to have, rather than down motion, to have sideways motion, where for a bit, it's just moving to the right, moving to the right, moving to the right. And after that's happened for a little, now you buy in because it caught resistance at the bottom. Now it's going to come back up. Yeah. But if you just buy the dip assuming, no, now it's a floor, it could just keep collapsing and maybe it never comes back up.
0: No, but I I don't do that with like small companies. I do that with like companies that's um, sustained already, you know, because if you buy into that dip, you think about it in a week or so it's going to be higher because their company's always growing. If you look at the charts, all you got to do is look at the charts. Like, Yeah, Warren but Buffett, now you're
2: talking Warren no, 100%. Said, I see what you mean. It the
0: best way. Like, all you got to do is just look at the charts and be invested in learning about the company.
2: But you're talking about not making any big money now. You're talking about 15-20 year
0: like holds. Yeah, at least 7 years. Yeah, at least 7 year holds. Yeah, you're looking
2: Eight at like years. lengthy time versus making that 10,000
0: overnight problem. I mean, that that's a beautiful thing and and I don't knock nobody that does it, but there there's a lot of complications that can hell yes you, hell that can yes. that can mess you up over especially if you don't know how to do your ta- taxes properly. Like cuz cuz that's the ball game right there is like you can make a bunch of money but if you don't know how to sustain that money and properly disperse it where where and how it should be then you might fuck yourself over big time. And I can see why people go crazy about
2: it. When it comes to doing your tax, it's really about don't touch that money until after tax season. (laughs) That way everything they're going to steal from you gets stolen and you get to keep the extra. The problem is somebody, let's say, one of these GameStop millionaires, right? So they went ahead and they Mm -hmm. bought a bunch of stock and then GameStop shot up and they made millions and now they go and they buy the house right off the bat, a bunch of fancy cars, a bunch of shit, and then they turn that ten million into one million, but the bank was here to take five, yeah, so you don't have five million, you have one million, but you owe five million in fucking tax so you you yeah, fucked up Pretty much you fucked up big. much now and that's what I'm saying. if you got that money, it doesn't kill you to wait the year, yeah, and then when they rob what they're gonna rob. Now you know what belongs to you.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. It's a self-control problem. There's people who don't, who won't understand that far. You know what I mean?
2: Hell no. That's the same problem with playing the lottery. If you are already somebody who plays the lottery, you're by default somebody who ends up poor. Because your behavior is already risky, generally speaking. You're just throwing away money on total random chance to begin with. That's why nobody who's ever won the lottery has stayed rich. It doesn't work that way. The lottery is aimed at poor people in the first place because risky behavior will return the money to the same people who gave it to you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It's a game, man.
2: It's a game. Everything's a game. The fucking government is playing with all of us. Society is a program. Everything is bullshit.
0: society is a program
2: yeah whether it be a digital program or just a series of meticulously strategized and planned routines to brainwash individuals and trap them into behavioral cycles it's a program one way or another
0: yeah it is it is it's a crazy program though there, there's so many there's so many programs
2: held yes that's, stacked on top of. that's each other. what makes
0: that's what makes it so odd and, and strange man like Life, life is something else. What, what do you think about like um the conscious and like basically the the soul? If you was to believe in one,
2: I mean, it depends on what you mean. The soul,
0: your internal self. I mean, who you are who you are behind your 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 flesh. You know what I mean? Basically, your conscience.
2: Okay, so you say yeah. Okay, perfect. So you're assuming the the conscious and the soul are the same thing in this instant.
0: And and sequence, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. So what I think about that is that we are observers. Nothing you and I are doing are under our control. If we couldn't perceive, everything that's happening right now would still be happening. The thing I call me and the thing you call you are just sort of automatic responses to atoms moving in a direction in a certain way and that was happening no matter what one hit the other the other bounced off and moved in that direction hit another that bounced in the next direction it's like playing billiards or something you hit the balls they all kind of bounce off of each other if you were any one of those balls you'd swear you chose to go where you were going but not really the ball got hit by the previous ball and this is going wherever the fuck destiny told it to go that is what i think consciousness is you see jesus through Jesus' eyes so persistently that you think you're Jesus, inside of Jesus' head. But you're not really. You're just watching Jesus. You think? Yeah, I think that's that's what consciousness is. I don't think we influence anything. I think we think we think we influence, but I don't really think we influence anything.
0: I mean, I think we could. I think it could. So, so how would you explain people with unnatural abilities?
2: That would all just be part of the perception. Whatever's happening is just a weird... Again, nothing would be weird in this scenario. It would just be that anything that happens could happen, and we're just watching it happen.
0: So you're saying it may not be happening, because life is a program.
2: No, I'm not saying it's a program. I'm saying that if somebody were to have a weird ability, it's only weird because us as the perceiver doesn't see that commonly, but... In itself, that thing is just another thing that happened.
0: That's wow. That's why.
2: Yeah, I don't think anything so, is particularly special. I think it's just a bunch of billiard balls bouncing everywhere based on whatever they got hit by.
0: So you believe in the atom theory as far as us just being made up of a bunch of atoms, which is technically true.
2: I mean, it's not true. It's a theory. It's.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah, I can't say technically true. You're right. You're right. Yeah,
2: atomic but, theory um, is still a have, theory.
0: Have you seen? Have you heard of um the scientists that did a study on like plants? What that and plants they, feel that's pain? How, yeah, that plants feel pain, and then they noticed that the chair or something in the room felt pain too because like the chair was giving off a certain reaction, and that they came they came to to realize that like almost everything has some like some type of natural reaction to like as if they're living. You know what I mean? Like emotional reaction, kind of, to say.
2: See, what you're talking about here is the theory that consciousness exists in all things, but based on degree. So the more complicated the system is, the more complex its conscious state is. And the more simplistic it is, the more simplistic its conscious state is. So, for example, like a rock would be conscious, but a rock is way less conscious than
0: me or you. Yeah. Of course, I mean naturally. Why, why wouldn't it be? You know. So you think that's have, the case? They don't. Then yeah, I think that's the case because they don't have the senses we have as far as the five physical senses.
2: I mean, you, you actually know? believe the rock is conscious?
0: Like to a certain degree, yeah. Because mother Mother Earth is somewhat conscious. If you think about
2: it, that's fucking crazy, right? Like Earth she, breathes yeah. air. It has skin. Has us living on it. We're essentially like the same cells that live inside of our body.
0: Exactly, man. And just think about it. Like life trickles down to, to bugs and dirt and there's still activity some way, somehow. So why, why wouldn't it? I wouldn't necessarily say everything has a conscience to the fact that it understands it's alive or it's a existence in life. But due to the nature of life being the flower, you know what I mean? Basically the flower of life. Like, everything has some type of living revenue within it, some way, somehow. Like, it's, it can't be explained, obviously, but it's it's there, like, for some reason, you know?
2: That's really weird. I, I, I don't know. Our perception does alter too much, though. Assuming we are li- alive at all is within itself pretty odd.
0: It's like, um, like, as far as UFOs, right? Like, a lot of people like to say... UFOs this, UFOs that, and they believe in aliens. I would say not UFOs technically, because that's an object in the sky, but like aliens. People talk about aliens, this, aliens that, right? And honestly, I wouldn't say it's aliens. I think I think aliens are us, and we're like either that far from the future, or somehow from from the past, or a destructive future. That aliens, some reason, for some reason, look the way they do. To people who come in contact with them, you know?
2: I mean, if that's us, then that's just evolution, isn't it?
0: Yeah, to a certain degree. I I would
2: say evolution based on wherever we live and our genetic manipulation of ourselves, which which we've already started currently. Making designer
0: babies. Exactly, exactly. And who's to say, like, I think about this, who's to say, because scientists do some weird shit. And like you said, ge- genetically altering their DNA, as far as that being a study, that's already being studied. Clones are being studied. Who's to say we won't study how to, like, fuse our DNA on some, like, Spider-Man type stuff? You know what I mean? Like, with a tiger or with a lion or a bear.
2: Like, and, as crazy as that sounds, we're not too far off.
0: Exactly. That That's why I wanted to go into this thing, because, yo, this this is crazy. And I never really spoke about this, but um, and I and I was I only speak about this with like people I'm really close to, but it was an experience that I had, and basically to make a long story short, right, I'm 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 gonna make the first part short as to why my legs was like kind of messed up. It's funny, it's a funny story. One day, um, me and my boy we got drunk because he stole a bunch of liquor from somebody. I forgot who the hell it was. So he took their liquor. We got drunk off of it. We went to go pick up a park bench. You know the park bench that's made out of metal? Yeah. So us thinking we can go super saiyan, you know what I mean, through power of meditation and all this stuff. But it's funny. It's funny because we're drunk while we're thinking this. (laughs) So we're trying to be on some drunken master super strong man stuff. So we believed that we could pick it up. And believe it or not, between the both of us, we was able to pick it up. Now, the only thing was that being that I was shorter, when he let go the thing like knocked me on the head like the 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 seat of the bench, yeah, it knocked me on my head, and I fell down so fast that I fell before the bench even fell, so when the bench fell it it basically crushed my legs, right, and I was laying I was laying on the floor probably for like an hour or so probably an hour and a half. Like I was scared to stand up cuz I thought I was going to break my legs more. But eventually I tried to get up. I stood up. Everything was it was fine, but my legs felt like they was they was done. Like I was going to walk funny for the rest of my life. So, this is where the crazy stuff happened. I get home finally, lay down in bed. Tell me why I wake up like laying on just just like the movies, just like the people who who been abducted. Like, all that crazy shit. Exactly how they say it. Like, they're laying on the table. There's, like, these small aliens, these tall aliens just standing around them. And no lie, I experienced the same thing. But what blew my mind is that I noticed, like, when I was waking up and I'm looking at them, I hear them talking like this weird language. It sounded like, like sound effects. Like, like, a bunch of different, like, sound waves, but effects. And I look, I look kind of down to see what they was doing. And it looked like they were doing something to my legs. They was like messing with my legs. So it's crazy because what blew my mind was it was like a, like a movie, like straight up like a movie when this door opened and there was like this tall gray alien. And he had like, I think a doctor, a white doctor suit or something on, but there was another, there was another person standing next to them. And the person standing next to them, no lie. You ever saw, um, you ever saw, uh, Thundercats? Long as hell ago. All right. Remember the cheetah girl?
2: Not too well, no.
0: All right. Well, well, basically, if you can think of a, a cheetah looking like a humanoid, like in a human form, but still a cheetah, that's basically what I saw. Like, it was a humanoid female cheetah, right? And she looked over at me and she saw that I was awake and I heard her say to them in, in perfect English, she said he's waking up and I'm like, What the hell? Because 'Cause I'm thinking this is a dream. I'm like, why the hell she just say that? So I freaking I look at her the whole time. She's walking and she said it again real loud, like he's waking up. And then as soon as she said it the second time, I heard one of the, the tall ones she was standing next to started screaming and it felt like I got shot. But it didn't feel like a shock. It just felt like something touched me and i was not i was knocked out and shortly after that i woke up and i'm in my bed and i'm looking around and i'm like what the fuck and then i look at my legs and like i I noticed like the pain in my legs was gone and i'm like what the hell just happened like yo this shit is mad weird and what made me that made me believe that they was from the future like that one little incident of aliens made me believe they're from the future and just for some reason they're like trying to figure out i I believe they're trying to figure out where they went wrong because there's a reason why they look like that that's one and the only reason why i can phantom why the 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 lady looked like a freaking a tiger is because they was experimenting with dna and different animal dna so who's to say that it might not be on some some far-fetched Marvel type existence in twenty fifty seven or twenty sixty one. You know. So, question:
2: You without a doubt believe this was not a dream?
0: No, I do not believe this was a dream, man. I'm telling you, I, I woke up. I woke up too consciously for it to be a dream. And what I mean by consciously, I mean as if I woke up as if I was never sleeping. Like, like, like I was revived or something. You know. Like I didn't feel no sense of tiredness. My eyes wasn't droopy. Like I felt like like I lay down and I just got back up. That's what it felt like.
2: Interesting. That's kind of amazing. What do you What do you think the goal was in them looking at you specifically? Then
0: I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't know who's who's to say why me specifically, but. Honestly, I I believe I'm I'm supposed to be worth more. I believe we're all worth more because we're all pieces to the puzzle of life, you know. But it's just certain. I feel as though certain puzzles are more valuable than the whole puzzle because for whatever reason it is. But me specifically, I I don't know honestly. But I, if I was to say why, it's probably because I'm just so in tune with like existence and life, like thoughtfully like I wouldn't say on oh, no cuz I'm not a monk, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not a freaking overly Christian, overly Muslim type of person. Like so I'm not deep into religion, I'm not deep into like spirituality, but I know what my existence is and I understand why it is. You know, and I feel like just because of that specific reason of like having that spiritual development within my own mental and consciousness and so to say, like I'm like they wanted to help me and avoid me from like basically disrupting myself from being able to, to function the way I'm supposed to properly function for the future. You know what I mean? I don't know. They're Like I said, I think they're from the future. So somehow, for some reason, they're they're trying to help the future in some type of way. And
2: so you think something went wrong in the future?
0: possibly because I wasn't a part of it because I didn't write something you know what I mean it could have been any numerous reasons as to why specifically me but I, I just believe that naturally that's that's what happens on a daily basis we just don't see or hear about it so because you think this is it?
2: happening regularly
0: Yeah of course uh, I would I would say so I would hope so because the future might not be looking so bright so whatever it takes to make it fall in, in the proper landing ground of everything still being equal cause you look at the state of reality right now, it's so oppressed and like so manipulated. I can't I can't see the future being good. You know what I mean?
2: Okay, so Go- now now we're crossing what's going on. Now we're crossing to something else because now you're making the judgment that something is good or bad. Now I gotta start picking your brain because based on what is what's happening not good.
0: Based on what? Yeah, based on what is the, what's happening not good.
2: Tell me the, one thing that's the
0: oppression, bad. The oppression and the manipulation of the people. Who said that was bad, though? Who, who said that was bad?
2: Yeah, and, let's, let's break it down. Why do you think
0: it's bad? Why do I think manipulation is bad? Yeah. Because I can lead a whole crowd of people to self-destruction.
2: You can also manipulate was, them all to make a million dollars if you felt like it.
0: I could. I could, so necessarily the act of manipulation from what you're trying to say isn't bad, but the way it can be conducted is what makes it bad. Okay, you know so you saying? can lead
2: a bunch of people and drown them in a lake because you're manipulating them to do that. Now, where did we when did we decide and why that leading people to drown in the first place was
0: bad? Because why why would why would you do that to another life? I mean,
2: us not wanting it done to us, and as a result, not wanting to do it to somebody else, is different than it being objectively good or bad.
0: Yeah, that's that's a whole nother perspective, man. That's a whole nother perspective. I get what you're saying, but realistically, I don't. I don't see it as good. So that's what makes it good or or bad. If I was to say for anybody, I I don't see it personally as the right thing to do. So I would say it's bad.
2: But then where do you get your sense of morality from? Who told you it was bad in the first place?
0: My my sense of morality? Me. Through understanding the concept of life and and what it's for, you know? It's to teach, develop, and build for whatever is to come after, whether it be within this life or the next one after. You know what I mean? All right. So
2: let's say you live life, you do a bunch of things that you think are good, and then you die and it means nothing. Then what?
0: If it means nothing, then then I won't have to worry about it because it meant nothing. I, I wouldn't be in existence.
2: Perfect. Okay. You're totally right. That makes perfect sense. So then let me flip it. Why would it mean something good in the next life?
0: Because realistically, what I believe is that everything, not everything, but the journey of life is a test of morality.
2: Right. Where do you and get that this? Is,
0: and, and that is... What do you mean, where do I get
2: this? Like, where does that information come from?
0: That comes from me, consciously theorizing what I believe. So, so basically, life is a test of morality, to to judge your, your morality. Because if you look at mythology, right? Let's just say mythology, because that's what they would call it, right? But in Egypt, they say that Anubis will be waiting there at Death's Gate, and basically, he got to weigh your heart compared to a feather you know what i mean and if the heart outweighs the feather then that means you was a bad person like you're not a bad person but your your morality is in the wrong place now what what they did what i believe happened throughout history they manipulated it to the point where they're like oh you're going to go somewhere bad because your your morality was bad that's to me the afterlife is not that the afterlife is judging on your morality how good you was is your importance to the afterlife. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, (laughs) hold
2: on. (laughs) So you guessed what was right and wrong. Then you guessed what the purpose of life and the universe is in general. And then you applied both of those two guesses to guess what the afterlife would be. And then guess what your worth relative to those two previous guesses put onto the third guess about an afterlife would be.
0: Why do you say guess?
2: Because none of it you can prove objectively. You said for you, you, you specifically.
0: Can't, you, I can't prove it objectively. You're right.
2: Yeah, none of it and, can be proven because we can't prove anything and, is right or wrong. I can, t- I can personally explain to you in detail how Hitler was the good guy. That doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, of course. And I can also explain how nobody can even confirm the existence of an afterlife. It's more probable that there is no such thing. But that doesn't mean Honestly. I can prove that there is no such thing either. And because exactly. we can't prove either of those two arguments, I can also not prove what anything would be valued as in the afterlife. So you're telling me that there's four guesses. If we were to flip a coin, you got half of it wrong.
0: Nah, I don't I don't think so.
2: So you're thinking your guesses are like
0: infallible to me personally to me personally because cuz that's how powerful the mind is though and that's what that's what freedom of consciousness is you know what i mean because it's like my my thing is how i live life is i i i, I got the freedom to believe what i what i want to believe right everybody else got the freedom to believe what they want to believe no matter what right i can't tell you no different you can't tell me no different and it doesn't have to be forced, even though there's people who force it, right? But I believe there's reasons why some of it is forced, and I'm gonna break it down to this one theory of mine, right? <clears throat> and judging off of what I've what I've seen and heard, other people going back to what I was saying, my theory is in people as, as far as belief is that if somebody tells me something. I could choose to believe them. I could choose not to believe them. They could tell me they saw 20 spaceships fly out of the sky. I could be like, yo, that's bullshit. But in the back of my mind, I'm always going to be like, damn, what if that was true, though? You know what I mean? Like, what if he wasn't lying about it? So growing up with that type of thought process, I kind of grew into it like, if that's what they believe they saw, then so be it. Like, it's not that I believe them, but I'm not going to not believe them. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with me. If, If I believe it. It's not what I'm not going to believe just because that's not what everybody Here, here's else Here's
2: where would. I'll say the situation is entirely different. In the case of somebody saying, I saw 20 spaceships, like, they could be lying. They could really believe they saw it. Who knows, right? You, you, you can't prove any of that. You're, from your point of view, it's just like, maybe they saw it. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they did. Shit. What do I know? Yeah. In your case, you did not see objective proof of good or bad. You didn't even see an example of good or bad to say, well, I can bounce it off of this other thing that's good or bad. You also didn't see the afterlife, or any version thereof, anything even slightly similar to the afterlife. To say that it is relative to somebody's personal experience... It is a a thought experiment you're running and you're putting your chips on the possibility that it's the reality, but there isn't like a proof of anything there. There isn't an yep. experience to guide you and say, well, this is what I saw when I was in the afterlife. So even if I, nobody told me specifically, well, this is what you experienced. This is what I believe I saw. That never happened. You're like, well, if I got there, this is what I believe I would see.
0: Yeah, that that, that is my thought perspective. That is what I believe I would see. But the reason why is because going back to my belief, it's like, like you said, nobody can say what the afterlife is. But then you got individuals who who experience death and not everybody experience death the same way. There's some people who go to hell There's some people supposedly who go to heaven. There's some people who. Go nowhere, and they just go into what they think is a unconscious state of being, which it it probably is, but it it probably isn't because if they was dead, but they, but they thought they was unconscious the whole time being dead, then that goes to show from from whatever they believe they went to another existence of an afterlife. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I got I got I got a mind
2: fuck for you. Where were you? Before you were born
0: where was I before I was born?
2: Yeah, yeah, like before you were even conceived, where was that plane of existence
0: as a, as a spirit or as a
2: conscious mind
0: as a conscious as a conscience, I would say I was part of another realm.
2: you're part of another realm would you have memory of that
0: which is the heavens no, I do not have memory of it, but judging from from what I felt and certain experiences that I had. Um, I would say yeah. I, I was I was from another realm, which will I guess you can consider it the heavens, because it's multiple. It's not more than it's not one, honestly. But um, okay. Then the follow-up yeah. question would be:
2: If you don't have memory of that place from which you came from before, and this is the next life to that, why would? the life after this matter any more than this if it wouldn't it just would be the same thing wouldn't it it would just be a different version of something and you'd have about as much memory as you have now before this moment meaning all your actions and behaviors would be equally worth whatever you did before it's not affecting anything because you have no idea what you did so after you die you'd also have no idea what you did here the knowledge isn't with you from before here, so why would the knowledge be with you after this moment? The experiences could, you have weren't there?
0: It could possibly be that, but um, who's to say the, the cycle of life, which again goes back to the, the flower of life, who's to say that ring has to repeat itself? Because for some reason, like you said, I can, I can cross over and, and forget everything. So if that's the case, if I cross over and just forget the fact that I that I live this earthly life, then I basically fail my test to developing, building, and structuring a higher form of consciousness and a better future for myself. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like a repeating process for for whatever reason it it, it has to occur in order to make everything sustained the way it needs to be sustained. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. It's just so many. It's so many. It's the world and and people are so complex. It's like who's to say what is anything? And it's funny because I have wrote down here that I was gonna say who are we really? And it it, it leads perfectly into that. Like who are we really?
2: But well, who do you believe you, know you are?
0: Like me? I'm I'm a I'm a person of being who's living life who 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 exists through through natural ability of rebirth or birth I should say because it's not really rebirth if you're being born once could, in could this you, form of a body could you prove it without a doubt that I was born yeah
2: you could prove without a doubt that you were born like I yeah. can't I, you're telling me I could not cast out
0: what you mean you can't cast out was, I can't you make you
2: question that? whether you were ever born
0: nah probably not probably not
2: (laughs) challenge accepted i'll give you (laughs) shit i'm gonna give you a quick one you ever heard of chaos theory
0: is that the um the three six what is it? Three six nine? Is that what that is? Or?
2: No no no. Chaos theory is a theory proposed by Stephen Hawking where he suggests that particles come in and out of existence at any given moment and this could happen at any scale. It's just more likely at smaller scales, which we can prove. If you go to a subatomic scale, you can uh, receive um, the information of particles coming in and out of existence. You could just pro you could you could record that information happening. Something just pops right. in and it pops out. Now the bigger something thing is, the less likely it is to witness it because it would happen less frequently. Now, you've heard of the Big Bang, right? Yeah. We assume there was either nothing or something so infinitesimally small that it would be the size of one of those very particles we were looking at. Uh And then there's a universe out of that. That is, one, a random occurrence, and two, the existence of a universe where there wasn't any. Assume that that could happen whenever. How do you know that the universe didn't Begin ten minutes ago in the middle of this conversation with all the memories you having now just being part of the "I am Jesus" illusion that got formed with the sudden existence of a universe. I mean, and as a result, you're never born. Cause,
0: cause, cause, uh, cause the memories.
2: No, the memories w- also came from say. the universe. They all just they just happened. You just were born with those memories.
0: No, nah, that that. So you're trying to say I'm being reborn every second? No, no, no. I'm life? saying
2: there could have been nothing, and there was always nothing until ten minutes ago. And we were all blinked into existence with everything we think we know ten minutes ago. Nah,
0: nah, nah. Why not? That Because what would be dreams then?
2: We dreams are just in your head as something that you think you experienced at some point and never happened because you haven't slept yet. It's only been ten minutes since the creation of the universe. But
0: you're 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 breaking everybody down into just one one factor of an atom exploding repeatedly. That, no, that was an that example. Crazy.
2: No, that was an example. But I'm as saying an example,
0: that's what it sounds like still.
2: Yeah, sort of, yeah. It's the whole universe got blinked. The problem is you could prove this. You can prove that particles pop into existence. This is factual. You can record information in an empty void and see something show up that wasn't there in a fully complete state. And you could also record something that's already there and watch it fully vanish from its fully complete state at any given moment. That's, you could open a a physics journal and find that in there. So assuming that's the case, why couldn't that have happened right now?
0: because existence has been here for too long like that 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 sounds very you couldn't prove that like yeah it sounds very unprovable the research and, of existence and, could and have I also been blinked in i understand that they do have studies like that because i have heard stuff similar to that but that would just make the theory of another realm being possible don't you think
2: yeah, definitely. Or it would may, Aka it would,
0: the the paradox of life meaning the parallel universe.
2: Well here's the thing. If it's another realm, a realm is a type of layer. So you have dimension A, B, C, and D, you got the vertical, you got the horizontal, you got so a realm is a type of that. Yeah. It would be blinked into existence with us ten minutes ago. So there would be other realms. And it just came to exist the same ten minutes ago we did.
0: But but that doesn't mean I wasn't born. That would specifically
2: mean you were never born. That would mean nah. you just suddenly exist with the rest of us. Nobody was ever born. We're just all here. The only people being born that were ever born were the people that were born within the last 10 minutes. Because the universe came to be with somebody pregnant as well, who was about to have a baby in those 10 minutes. No,
0: no, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe that's what's happening.
2: I'm not saying I, I believe s- that's what's happening.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying I don't believe. it. I'm, I'm not saying s- you believe it. I'm saying I don't believe
2: it. Yeah, but that's a perfect example of how you weren't born.
0: I mean, it 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 sounds good when you when you say it from that from that point of view and the way they break it down. I mean, who's to say? I can but, give um, you
2: another one. Do you think everything is conscious?
0: As far as like nature and 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 us people, yeah. Or you just talking people in general?
2: Yes, everything, everything.
0: Yeah, I told you, I told you before. I believe yes. There, okay. There is a form of conscience. There's, there's a higher conscience.
2: Okay, good. That's exactly right. where I was going. So you believe in the global consciousness that we are all ultimately one conscious mind.
0: Eventually, yeah, it breaks down to that because that's part of that's part of my theory um, to 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 everything. To be honest, and, and what I would call it. What people call, like, you know how Christians, they got God, right? Quote, unquote. Yeah. God. A God, right? That's what I call them a God. Because <laughs> I believe in more than one God. But technically, from my theory, if judging from what you asked me, do I believe in like one universal conscience? Yeah. And, and that's what I would call is the, the ah to everything. So, basically, if there was a God that I would say that I look up to, it would be the ah. But the ah is everything. So, it's, it's basically me, you, existence, life, air, you know what I mean, fire, wind. Okay, yeah, perfect. So, in
2: in uh, philosophy, we call that the global consciousness. That is the concept that all things come from one existing potential energy and is basically pretending to be the rest of us at a lower consciousness or a lower dimension.
0: Yeah, it, it basically breaks down to fractions.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: It breaks down to fractions. Because what I also believe, right, is that like like you was you was arguing the point who's to say there's another realm or there's a heavens and remember how I said the heavens I believe that heavens is is very vast and that's why it's called the heavens cuz there's different sectors and there there's people I would like to call high spiritual aliens right and the reason why I call them high spiritual aliens is because they're like on a higher they're on a higher modest level of um existence to the point where it's not that they don't have no judgment or they don't have no morals, but they understand it so much that it's like they're like a hierarchy to 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 everything in existence. So those would basically be the Oz angels in a certain aspect. Because it's funny, you look at some of these animes that deal with like spirituality. It's kind of funny how they're broken down. And because honestly, it... it I'm not gonna say it is my theory, but most of them are very close to the theory of what this all is you know what I mean It's just explained in a very in a very um fictional way that that it can't be taken real you know what I mean Took in as as reality so so it's it's crazy like there there's a there's more out there yes yeah. and even though your theory well the theory of existence being blank just br- brought up into existence out of nowhere.
2: Well, Could no, 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 that's dang- not my theory. That's just no, me no, explaining how I, uh, you don't exist. But actually, back to that point, assuming there is a global consciousness, that means at all times you aren't just Jesus pagan, but you are also, to some level, this other conscious being simply pretending to be Jesus pagan, right?
0: Yeah, intellect, like, intellect like being from, from other ancestors. So because
2: then you that are that both is- you... And the person you think is your mother who would have given you birth. And those are both just thoughts being had by this higher consciousness, neither of which is a true structure as more as a conceptual possibility created by the higher consciousness. So he assumes what would it be like if something was born, but in reality, nothing was born because both of the things always existed. They were always the same conscious mind. So in that scenario, you were never born. You were just manifested as something that could have theoretically been born. And not only that, from the perspective of the global consciousness that knows and contains all the information of the universe, he could have just said, I wonder what it would be like if a character Jesus Pagan with this background was having a conversation (laughs) with Jack. Suddenly, you don't even have a real life before this moment, and maybe everybody else existed, but you didn't outside of having this conversation with me, and now you do exist, because he made you with the memories you have, with the experiences you had, believing you had dreams, but you came to exist in the middle of this conversation where you were just imagined.
0: To lead up to this existence yeah all right
2: so you were never born in that instant either and that's through your own philosophy
0: i mean no no i wouldn't say that but but you're telling me
2: the global consciousness can't blink you into existence he can't just decide what if this character existed
0: not not technically
2: so then he doesn't contain all the potential consciousness of the universe
0: yeah yeah he does yeah well yeah it does
2: yeah so then it wouldn't be subjective to rules of well they have to be born to exist He could just imagine something already existed
0: no, it don't work like that, though. That's not Then how that's works.
2: not an infinite consciousness. It doesn't contain all the potential. It's either all or it's not. It can't be both all and not.
0: Yes, it can, man. Just, just It's the yin and yang. It's the yin and yang. You got to have a little or something to have a little bit of
2: Here's the problem with that logic. My argument is he is the yin-yang. And in order for hey. it to be the yin-yang, he would literally contain all of everything.
0: But the yin-yang, wasn't. it wouldn't do that. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's the center of the flower of life. So automatically, it's being done. So there wouldn't technically be a reason. I wouldn't say it's being done to the way those scientists or whoever broke down that theory thinks it's being done. Oh, no, this isn't science anymore. Done. This is
2: pure philosophy. We've abandoned uh, the
0: scientists. Yeah. All right. So, so philosophy-wise, I don't think it's being done to how they have explained it. But I understand why they would come to that understanding of what they believe, you know, because at the end of the day, that's what they believe. But then
2: my question is, why would it be wrong?
0: Why? I can't say it's wrong, to be honest. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not going to believe it, you know?
2: So you're not going to believe that there is an infinite consciousness that contains the potentiality to manifest anything and all things that exist as individual perspectives and that you're not part of that the same way I'm part of that, that we are not connected to this higher thing that just has the ability to manifest a perspective to explore different angles. That does not, that's not a
0: thing. No, I'm talking about dumb being able, well, it being able to just... You know, cease cease existence and bring it back because cause the, the, the contraction is already there. There would be no reason to, to do that because the contraction has been going on for so long. And the reason why, going back to what we were saying about being connected and as far as my connection to my mother and then her mother or father beyond her, and the connection just breaks down throughout the eras of time. And why we are connected, because it's like a computer system, you know what I mean? Or like a, like a branch of a tree, you know? If a seed falls off that tree, it's not technically connected to that tree, but it's still a development of that
2: So you're saying that this from. consciousness is bound by rules?
0: Not technically bound by rules, but there's certain laws and structures that go into play.
2: So it cannot disobey them?
0: It's not that it can't disobey them. It's 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 angled so perfectly there would be no reason to disobey them. Assuming you know that, that this
2: being is everything, everything would inherently be meaningless because it is everything. There would be no reason to follow them as much as there's no reason to disobey them. What would be the difference if it is everything?
0: And okay. that is that is what breaks down the factor of life. Because if you want to become a part of everything technically right and have the the power and the attributes to be able to 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 go through things as far as become like let's just say for instance um a higher being right who's crossed over to their next life right from your perspective if there was to be one right they cross over to the next life and because of their 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 morality rating right or their their sustaining of life and understanding because there's a lot of factors that can develop from where you go beyond this life. You know, and, and and a lot of those factors is based off you, but there's there's boundaries there as well. So let's just say for instance this person they they became like a a, a higher statue being in the afterlife. So now they have the ability to become an ego and experience that. They have the ability to go travel travel the world by being an orb of light or something. You know what I mean? They have the ability to do these things of being everything. They may not they may not have the ability to be everything at one moment of existence like the universal uh God um conscious mind that you speak of. They may not have that ability, but they have a higher immersed ability to do something very similar. To what everything, what the Ah is, you know what I mean? Because of how they sustain themselves in developing, I
2: don't. I don't understand. Explain it again. I'm. am not. A, I'm not following.
0: Like, for instance, so going into what you said is the universal conscience of everything, right? Right. So what? What you're saying is that us, we wouldn't be that, right? You're saying. You're saying. You're saying because I'm saying I don't believe it. So so basically, it's not a thing. It's not in existence. No, no, no. I'm right?
2: saying that you are binding all of existence into a set of rules that wouldn't make sense. And then you're saying, well, it wouldn't make sense to disobey the rules. And I'm saying that just as much as it wouldn't make sense to disobey the rules, it would make just as much little sense or just as little sense to obey, to obey the rules. Those are both all equal right. values.
0: Yeah. All right. So... That's what I was going off of. So the reason why it's better to obey the rules or to to live accordingly, I, I wouldn't say rules, because realistically there is no rules. There's nothing stopping me from doing wrong if I so choose to. You know what I mean? So there is no rules. It's it's the moral standing of what a rule is. You know what I mean? But why would a consciousness
2: that that is everything and contains, it's made up of all the good people and all the bad people. Why would that consciousness have even a concept to the side between good or bad if it is the epitome of both of those things? There would be no morality because it is in itself a full containing being with all possible variants of moralities we couldn't even conceive of.
0: So you don't believe in morale.
2: I think morality doesn't exist inherently. I think that's a human construct because a god would be just as good as it is bad. It would contain all of the above. And a global consciousness that is everybody would have been just as much Hitler as it was Gandhi.
0: I mean, it is.
2: So my point is exact. It It, it contains the same things we would call evil and the people who we've seen defeat evil with nothing but sheer willpower. Both of those people were the global consciousness in this argument. The guy who broke all the rules and the guy who adamantly followed them and still won. Both of those guys were ultimately at the top of the global consciousness. So they were in that same light. There'd be no reason for the global consciousness to follow the rules of existence and say everybody has to be born and everybody has to follow this sort of train of this is how life is made. Versus it deciding, well, I just want to add a new character and make everything surrounding it fit properly. Okay,
0: okay, okay. I, I see what you're saying now. All right, all right. That's 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 deep. That's deep. I get what you're saying now. When you, when you now that we spoke about it to a certain degree, it's almost like this moment exists because it wanted to see. You know, yes. what I mean? this moment. Yes. And then it's like other. It, so basically, right now, other moments aren't necessarily happening, especially when you go off to the distance of my my um my my space here basically my house my home my street cuz obviously i see this every day and i experience it but um but you don't even know if that's that, true as well cuz that could just yeah, this moment yeah. even
2: the thoughts you're having like you're not outside of your house right now that could not exist maybe that's not even a thing but you're the the consciousness is playing the character right now
0: yeah, that the fact that i live there
2: yeah that you live in a place where there is something outside of your house and there are people outside of your house and your house is in a city and your city is in a state and your state is in a country and your country's on a planet and the planet is in a star system that's in a galaxy that's in a universe but all of that could just be things your character knows that aren't true outside of your character believing it true true
0: but i wouldn't i wouldn't believe it i understand what you're saying that is deep and Who's to say whether it's true or not? Like, I can't tell you. I got to wait. I got to wait till um, I'm through with experiencing what I'm experiencing. And maybe you know that what happens me? in
2: the next five minutes and you don't even die. You just cease existing because he decided to play a different th- character.
0: Maybe. Maybe it can be like a like a split, you know, in dimensions.
2: It wouldn't even have to be. It would just be there's the concept of... Even maybe the concept of everything we understand to be the universe gets blinked away in a couple of seconds any different whole universe is blinked into existence because he wants to see okay i i like that experiment being jesus but what if i am now called bob and air doesn't exist but he's like a seven armed like creature and uh he lives on a universe where everything is flat always and so he just imagines that possibility the same way you in your head think of it like this you're sitting in a room right now. You are real. You're physically real. Everything you've ever experienced in your life is perfectly real. You you could yeah. prove it. You could touch the surface in front of you. That's real. That's there. But now let's play with your thoughts. You are now what we're going to call the global consciousness. And I'm going to put the thoughts in your mind, and they're going to start happening. But you're going to imagine what I'm saying. In your head, there's going to be a guy. And his name is going to be Bob. And Bob is walking down the street. Now you're picturing a guy walking down the street. Now that guy believes he's in a town. He's walking and he sees a pretty girl to the right he waves at her now that moment is happening to bob but bob is just in your head you just pictured a guy who doesn't know you're imagining him right now he has no idea to him he's walking down the street there's probably a reason he's there he's not questioning it and he waved to that girl and right now she just waved back And he blushed a little. He's like, oh, man, I kind of like that girl. I see her every day. Well, now you added some narrative to Bob. Bob sees her every day. Maybe he has a crush on her. Bob has, he's still not questioned. Crap, am I being imagined by some Jesus pagan ultimate Uh consciousness? But no, you pictured a Bob walking down. Now, what stops that from being the moment right now to you? Bob didn't get born. He thinks he was born. I can tell you right now he was how he was born. Bob, uh, before you blinked him into existence, believe he was born to a mother in a hospital and his father was there and he had two older brothers who were there too watching the birth. Boom, he was born. But also, you just blinked Bob into existence. So that's just a memory Bob has. And that's not a real memory because Bob came to exist right now in the middle of walking down the street. In your head, you imagined Bob. You pictured him as I was talking. And now... Bob is going to disappear as you're looking at Bob. And that lady is going to still be there. And she's going to be like, there was never anybody there. I never saw anybody. I was just looking out on the street. I never waved at anybody. Hey, look, a car with Jason, the other guy. I'm going to wave at Jason instead. Hey, Jason. Now there's a new guy named Jason. Bob ceased to exist after you just imagined him. But she didn't notice he was gone. Jason is driving the opposite direction. He's not seeing a Bob disappear. There was never a Bob. How is that any different? That could be
0: right now. Some Twilight Zone type stuff, man. You should be a a, a writer of of odd inclusions.
2: I, I am literally a writer, dude.
0: <laughs> you should write like a, a. Remember how um Outer Limits and and Twilight was a thing? You should do stuff like that. You That's should weird. read some of my writing. You'd be very disturbed. <clears throat> uh, I'm pretty sure, but I, I I see you got um you 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 got some skill there, man. <laughs> you got some. <laughs> Uh, judging off of the things you read the the scenarios that you could come up with and different perspectives of what what it is that you write about like there's some good stuff there man
2: i mean i'd spend my life writing and looking at philosophy so that being said that being said man do you see how bob got blinked you you blinked him in in your head
0: I, i i see it i see it i understand what you're saying like it's like I said, no, I can't tell you if it's real or not, but I'm not, I'm not gonna say I believe it. You know what I mean? But you
2: just who's, did it.
0: Who's, who's to say it? I did just. <laughs>
2: you just did it. I proved <laughs> but, to you it could happen.
0: But that doesn't mean it's happening, man. I
2: it's no no happening. no. You're you're missing the point. I proved to you it's happening. You did it to somebody. We and he couldn't disprove the the like if she told them. You know, you're just in somebody's head, right? We all are. <laughs> How could he go to prove that point? What could he do that you didn't imagine him to do first? Nothing. There's
0: nothing he could do. Nothing. Not a damn thing. He could you're just right. say,
2: you're lying. This is bullshit. I am clearly here. I remember being born to my mother and my two brothers in the room with my father there. Like, that happened. They have told me the story millions. There's pictures of it. He can show her pictures of that day, and she's going to be like, that never happened. Hey. And he'd be having the same argument you're having right now. Well no, it's you know it's not not really like I don't believe it, and it's like, no, no, but yeah. that's definitely what's happening right, and you and know now, that's what's happening you you're I'm the one doing it <laughs> yeah exactly you're you're the one doing it
0: so so would you say necessarily people create scenarios, or is it just all the the universal conscience doing it
2: I think. Yes, if you, if you, my theory on this, right, it's so granular and intricately complicated that I barely understand it myself, is that there is a, I guess, a global consciousness. Yes, would exist, right? And then this global consciousness is pretending to be everybody, but simultaneously, it's not like he's you or me. He's both you and me but he's also himself at the same time yeah it would be the distinction between you and a gta character all right you play the character the character is you you move the character but that's you jesus moving the character if you put the control down that character doesn't move he's just standing there and he doesn't question am i jesus no he's just like i'm fucking franklin I'm franklin the (laughs) guy but like franklin just does whatever the fuck you make franklin do Yeah. So, he's you, but he's not, because you can do way more than Franklin. You can walk away, go, like, you could, as Franklin, go date his girlfriend in the game. And in the game, tell your girlfriend, look, I'm a god who, like, has a wife. And he'd be like, she'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're crazy, Franklin. But, like, you really are. You're Jesus over here on this higher plane. Uh, uh, uh And you could tell Franklin's wife, look, I I can control universes. I could turn this universe off, and I can turn on No Man's Sky and just explore space. I could do whatever. I control the universe. It should be like, you're fucking crazy. You're doing drugs or something. But you could really just turn the game off and put a different game. Yeah. And those characters only do what you make them do. They're not moving without you. So they're kind of you, and you're kind of them, but you're a more complicated version of them. I think the global consciousness is the same idea. It's everything and then we are a part of it in some manner shape or form it's not like i am not not it but i'm not exactly it
0: either yeah i get what you're saying i get what you're saying because that that ties into my theory kind of that's why i understand where you're coming from when you say the universal like conscious just being able to be everything in all places at once and it's basically like a Like you said, bringing it to the GTA thing, because even in GTA, you could switch between three different characters. So
2: That's crazy. Exactly.
0: If the universal conscience wanted to do something like that and just set certain scenarios up to see what was going to happen, then yeah, that that might be possible. Yes.
2: Yeah, you're totally right. That might be a thing. You could be driving around with Franklin switch to michael and when you're michael you know everything franklin did as jesus but michael doesn't know everything franklin did and you are michael mhm so as that michael version you're all, you're limited to michael's thoughts and michael's perspectives cuz you're choosing to do that exactly but you're also franklin who knows everything franklin did and it's a weird sort of you are everything but you're not everything situation
0: it is it is it really is so so what do you think about um the chaoticness of all this fear mongo going on. I mean, you mean,
2: uh, what, like a virus and government and... Uh... Yeah,
0: just, just all the unnecessary BS that's being tossed on the screens and everything and whatnot.
2: I mean, everything benefits somebody one way or another, right?
0: You know, like, it's, it's crazy, like, the whole tissue thing. <laughs> <The> whole, <laughs> that's, what, the whole, mass
2: hysteria where everybody just hoards toilet paper?
0: The whole, um, yeah...
2: I don't know, man.
0: I don't know what the fuck is wrong with humans inherent Misinformation, not misinformation, but um, a lot of false information being tossed around, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, yep. here's the problem. Here's the problem. What's the real information?
0: What is? Who's to
2: say? Yeah, who's to say you didn't get the real information already?
0: The Vatican has what? Over, I believe it's 19,000 books that nobody has saw in, in decades.
2: Probably, like maybe. Maybe it's fucking conspiracy. How do we know? Could you I mean, prove the? Could you prove that's true?
0: Can I? I don't know. That's <laughs> what they told me. It was. That's what I'm saying. And then the
2: question is: so Do much, you trust who told you?
0: It's so much misguided information.
2: Do you know it's truly like, misguided?
0: I would like. I would like to trust them, and what? I would like to believe them.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, then we have a problem. Of the day, I can't. Yeah. Exactly. You see, we have a problem because if you were to trust the people who told you there are books hidden. Well, you chose to trust them without them proving it to you that they're trustworthy over the Vatican who's saying, no, we don't. You just picked a side and said, Well, no, I'll believe them just because there's, there's no reality that you could really objectively say, well, no, that one. Obviously, like you couldn't do that about a single thing. Connection lost. Hello. Hello. That's crazy. How does the fuck does this happen all the time? Now we're having some connection issues.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello. Can uh, you hear me? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah.
2: Oh, what the I fuck happened? The there? Yeah, I saw you. That was a crazy moment. But I was saying that the Vatican, right? So you you chose to believe one over the other.
0: Can't trust nothing nowadays.
2: Yeah, because like like you said, right? So you would like to believe these people, right? But if you chose to believe the people who told you that there were no books, that there were books, the Vatican hid all the books, you just chose a group of people to believe instead of the Vatican who said, no, we don't. We don't have the books. You picked one of two sides and just said, well, they're true. But they never proved to you that they weren't lying. You <laughs> yeah. just picked the site and were like, yeah, I'll believe them instead.
0: I mean, because the reason why I would believe it is because you got to connect the dots by reading other misleading information. Yeah, because
2: exactly. Through,
0: through everything, <laughs> there's, some, there's some sort of truth in Could everything. you
2: prove that statement?
0: It's, I, I, it can't be proven because who's to prove what is true and what's not? So like, how do you know there's a shred to... of proof? It would have to, because how would it even, I can't even say how would it come to be, but it's like, you can't write a bunch of stuff and some of it not be true. It's like a writer, you know what I mean? A writer could write a story and it may not technically be about them, but somewhere in that story there's truth because somewhere in that story there's parts about them. I wrote a story
2: about a billionaire who used his money to commit the seven deadly sins. I am neither a billionaire nor have I personally ventured to commit seven deadly sins through yeah. the use of money. If that story has any part of me in there, I'm a monster.
0: <laughs> I mean, who's to say, man?
2: <laughs> who's to say? Fair enough, fair enough. But, like, if even. So you can't prove truth to begin with and even if those stories contained a shred of truth because we have no example of what truth would be like how would you choose which part is the shred of truth to then connect the next dot to
0: you gotta go based off your instinct so it's a fucking guess at that point It's not. It's not a guess. I wouldn't technically call it a guess because it's like a gut feeling. You know what I mean? Because the instinct. Because the instinct is not a guess technically. If you think about it, because it's like a wolf, for instance. If not a wolf, but like let's just say a rabbit, right? A rabbit could have an instance of where it feels in danger, and there's a wolf there. So would you say that their instinct was false? And there was a wolf literally about to attack that rabbit? Attack that rabbit?
2: No. I will no. explain to you exactly how instincts work, and you're going to understand why that's wrong. If you were to put a... Not even put. You just look at a human in a savanna, let's say, in... Uh, roughly... Well, before we evolved out of like complicated shit, right? We were in the fucking like jungles and shit in the savannas before cars, before society. I mean, we were just... Barely human, and we're running around the savanna, and we see the grass move. All right, there's a lion in that grass. Now, our instincts tell us there's a lion. We saw the grass move, we got an impulse. We're like, I gotta run. Now, you run, there's a lion there. You were right, you survive. That's instinct, right? We can both yeah. agree on that. Now, that same scenario happens, but all that was happening was there was a rabbit running through the same bushes. The same impulse happens to the human. He sees the bushes move. He's like, there's a lion in there. He's wrong, but he runs just as equally because if there was a lion in there, you don't want to say there's not and get fucking killed. Yeah. That's instinct. You could still be wrong with instinct. It's a guess. It's an educated guess, but it's a guess. Nevertheless, you could be just as wrong. It's a coin flip. It's just safer to use the instinct than it is to not. But it's still yeah. a
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But but it's a guess I wanna bet on. <laughs> <laughs> so I would believe the the, the information. Which which part are you gonna pick? I'm I'm gonna pick the person who said that's what they did because history shows that a lot of wars conquered a lot of civilizations. But then you and trust a lot history of books went missing. I don't trust all history, I just trust the fact that there's some type of truth within what's being told.
2: How do you You know know that the truth isn't that the other part? What if the war part was the made up part? And so you're just totally basing all your gut instincts on the wrong information, thus making all your other instincts based on that one gut instinct about believing the war and manipulation is the right part being totally wrong. So not only is your gut feeling wrong more often than not, because you're basing it on the assumption that that one aspect is true, they're always wrong. Now your gut feeling is the least reliable part.
0: Hey, so be it. But that's what I'm saying. It's crazy, man. There's a lot of misled information.
2: That's why I just don't that's, believe that's, anything and believe all of it at the same hard. time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. to a certain degree if you don't want to be part of the program. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to believe <laughs> well, everything and nothing at once.
2: Well, here I'll, I'll pose to you the basic question. Now, I, I, I do this often. And it's just a, a simple thought experiment, right? Yeah. So is there – It's all you gotta do is give me yes or no answers, right?
0: All right.
2: Is there a problem? If there were? No. Okay, no. So let's oh, say wait, if there right, if there weren't, sorry. right? So there is no problem. So do you worry?
0: Wait, if there was a problem If
2: there wasn't. So... You said no as your impulsive answer, so there is no problem.
0: So do you all worry? Right, sometimes, yes.
2: Why do you worry if there's no problem?
0: That's not a yes and no I can't say yes and no to why? Sorry, nah. But um why do I worry if there's no problem? Yeah, there's no problem. Because why I, do you worry? If because no? I know problems can occur. That's why.
2: So then you're worried about something that hasn't even happened yet?
0: Yeah, invisible problems, yes.
2: Okay, so that's problematic. Okay, now let's assume there is a problem. So I'm going to ask you again. Is there a problem? No. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming there is a problem and you did say yes. So can you do something about the problem?
0: Yes, I would say.
2: Okay, then why would you worry if you could do something about the problem?
0: Because problems can become complicated.
2: So you could do something about it. And assuming you couldn't do something about the problem, why are you worried if you can't do anything about it? In any of these scenarios, what the fuck does any, what, what does it matter?
0: What does it matter?
2: Nothing fucking matters. It doesn't, None. No, nothing matters. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't.
2: Yeah, the solution but, um, to the universe is do you.
0: Do you? Yeah, That's do it. you. Do there's you?
2: nothing else that matters in the universe, do you? You Figure can't prove anything is right or wrong. You can't prove if morality is real. You can't prove if you or anyone else exists. You can't prove if there's a goal to life, a point to it, if there's an afterlife or before life. You can't prove how long you're gonna live you can't prove if anything you do is gonna be fruitful or completely pointless and insignificant you can't prove you're not gonna be crippled tomorrow and then in 10 years after you thought your life was over they invent some serum that allows you to walk 10 times better than the other humans simply because you were crippled and there's some special thing in your body that makes you superhuman you can't prove anything nothing ever at all everything is just random chance and swinging freely and hoping for the best so do you is pretty much the only thing.
0: Sounds like a good influence of words. It's a good Nike commercial.
2: Just do it.
0: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just do it, bro. You know what bro. Hell yeah. Do you. Hell yeah, you, you do should, you, bro. You should trademark that.
2: Nah, what <laughs> I should trademark is, uh, my, my catchphrase that I repeat all the time is, the only wrong is believing that you're right. You think? Yeah, I believe that is the only wrong. Believing that you are right.
0: Believing that you're right.
2: Yes. It's wrong. That's the only wrong. Because everything is right. To believe you are specifically right Yeah, is wrong. That's, I, that's the only wrong. One.
0: And that's why I, I say things the way I, I say things when I tell people about what I believe. It's, it's what I believe. It's it's not that I'm right. It's just what I believe. You know? Yeah.
2: I mean, we all got to believe something. Otherwise, we would just dissolve into nothing else, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much, man.
2: Like, what is an identity if not just a collection of thoughts and lists?
0: I don't know, man. But we mean something of value because... Uh... We're 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 part of the production of of society.
2: I mean I'm probably highly unproductive to society, dude. All I do is like question people's thoughts and make them regret (coughs) talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my whole purpose in life. I'm like what you think? What you think? Fuck what you think. This is why your thoughts aren't even real, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's true. I can see it. I can see it. But it's good though. It's good to uh question people's thoughts.
2: Yeah, people won't do it themselves.
0: You, know, you 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 get to probably open up a whole new realm for them, you know what I mean? As far as they they might become a better person based off of what you told them, you know?
2: I mean, I hope. My, my idea is always they leave the conversation having learned something. Though.
0: Yeah, that too. Definitely, definitely.
2: Anyways, before and, we get out of here, dude. Uh, I just want to remind you that you were never born. And uh, <laughs> uh, 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 before we got here, uh, let everybody know where they can find all your things, dude. Uh, where they can find all your plugs, all your locations, social medias. If you got websites yeah, or anything yeah. going on,
0: basically, I got um, I got a little Instagram that I got going on called Tells Underscore of Underscore Duality. And basically, it's a, just artwork that I'm trying to come up with and hopefully get on this NFT. Because I'm a do me, like you said. And I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna try to progress with this uh new coming of this new age. But um yeah, that's basically my only social media that I really have going on because um what I'm working on hasn't really got any any further than me trying to complete it. So as far as artwork, if you like artwork, you could catch me on Tales underscore of underscore duality on Instagram.
2: Okay, perfect. And that's where you are doing your photography, isn't it?
0: Yeah, my photography art, I would say, because I, I manipulate the pictures to make them look a certain way. So I wouldn't necessarily call it photography.
2: It's definitely photography because you begin with photography. It's a, a multimedia art.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, a that's edited photography. Yep.
2: And it's fantastic. I definitely think everybody here should check that out. If you're into art, it is its own unique thing. And I like it quite a bit and uh dude as always man I-, I love having you on the show for this reason i was excited to have this conversation i know we get pretty weird kind of abstract yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> it's a lot going on there's a lot to believe man
2: oh yeah Things dude
0: everywhere but Why see this is a thing us? we've
2: done since we were children bro since we were kids we've been always exactly. like psychologically diving into each just, other's heads and shit
0: yeah just trying to figure out what, what's what's our beliefs and what's our tracks as far as as far as our thoughts and we was always bouncing off of each other's ideas, and not really bouncing off of each other's ideas, but noticing we have kind of opposites, but yes. very similar, very similar ideas.
2: See, this is this is what I like about you, dude. I've always like we basically grew up together, and to this day, like we don't necessarily agree on anything, but that's yeah, not that's never stopped anything. Like there's no hostility relative to that. Few people can do what you and I do, which is have a completely disagree and disagreed conversation where and, we're both fine
0: yeah yeah because like i said like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna f- refuse to believe what you're telling me and i can see it in you because like we have the same ide- ideology realistically we we really do have the same ideology it's just we have our differences in seeing it you know
2: 100 percent, man then
0: that's, that's that's all it is but a lot of people like you said a lot of people they can't combat with that because the ego Likes to take over and I'm right, you're wrong type stuff happens. But it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about what you can gather from what's being said.
2: Hell yeah. There's every info. Like you said before, everything has a shred of truth. I truly do believe that. There is some... my, My entire understanding of truth is that whatever the majority of the information shows... So if there's a feature that shows over and over and over and over, that's probably closer. I wouldn't say that's specifically truth, but it's closer to the truth than something that shows up in just one piece of information here and doesn't show up in all the rest of it. That's how I try to find truth, where there's pattern.
0: Exactly. Because that's where most likely the truth or the hidden message relies in. You know?
2: Always, always. Anyways, dude, I'm gonna let you go. It was phenomenal talking to you, dude. I really appreciate it. We get we likewise. gotta do this again. We gotta make this more regular. You you skipped the you whole work. season. I gotta bring you back for next season as well. That way we could just check in once in a while and see how our minds have evolved.
0: Alright, definitely, man. We'll talk about it more on the backside, you know? Hell yeah, dude. It's always a great pleasure, dude. But definitely, man, likewise, and I like what you're doing with the show. I'm always tuning in as much as I can. And you do bring up some strong conversations that um i don't think a lot of people seem seem to understand it too much but there's a lot of information being given so that they may understand it and that's why i tell people all the time to listen to you even though you talk about some random stuff but it's like there's always some type of information that you could be like ah i didn't know that you know what i mean oh yeah we'd
2: be be jumping off the rails hard as fuck on this show like one day it'll when be like cool. deep psychological philosophy. The next day it's like, "What? What is Scooby Doo really?"
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny though, man. It's,
2: I mean, you gotta, I you gotta have fun with yeah. life.
0: You gotta have fun with life, man. Like Anyways, said, I appreciate doozy,
2: you, dude. Hell yeah, do you, bro? I
0: appreciate you too, man.
2: Enjoy your Stay night, up, man. man. I'm gonna let you go.
0: Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on.
2: Hell yeah, always, dude. We're gonna talk about having you again for sure. All right, man. Have a good night, dude.
0: You too. Deuces. Deuces.
2: So what do you think? Is this moment just uh, now and only now and never before There's and never, never after? Anything
1: after? And after. The whole before birth thing. So though, like.
2: That's a mind fuck, right?
1: We don't. There was nothing. We've experienced nothing in our life. We just don't remember the time we experienced nothing.
2: So you think there was something?
1: I don't know. There could have been something, but it could also be nothing
2: it could it could it's just as likely nothing because we have zero point of reference yeah like the probabilities are identical based on what the information is
1: yeah if we felt like like i don't see why people don't automatically think that death after death is nothing because before birth there was nothing so i feel like in if it's all about experience and what's reality and all that like it That's where I feel like people get this information from, but I guess it's not. That's not true at all because it would be that though. There was nothing, so So there would be nothing. There would be nothing. I feel like that's the
2: that's the closest estimate we have. Yes. Yep.
1: But no one feels that way.
2: No. Which is
1: interesting too.
2: Here's here's the argument. Here's where that that logic breaks down. If it changes, then there's no pattern, and if there's no pattern, it's random chaos. And if it's random chaos. We can't predict anything, meaning it's just as likely that, yes, we go somewhere else as it is that we just got blinked into existence because random chaos is inherent. Yes. It would make the most sense that there's nothing because if there is something, but we remember nothing, but we're going to remember something, we could have just been blinked into existence because that's just as random as where we go being totally different from where we came from.
1: Yeah. Like if there is something... I don't know why we'd have memory of this if we didn't have... Like, if there was something after, then there must have been something before. Yes,
2: but we but wouldn't remember no, either way. Exactly.
1: So, there's no way we're going to remember.
2: There's no affecting it or anything, It yes. doesn't
1: make sense that this life is so much more important than the last one.
2: <laughs> it would be the same shit.
1: It would be the Exactly. Equal How value. are we choosing that this is so much more important than all the lives? That our future lives depends on this life, that the last life you know like why why
2: it doesn't but, make any sense
1: but i understand that the present moment is important and that's why you feel that way because this you right now is important to you but this is the only no- you you know and it's not the same you you were a few minutes ago because you're always changing but you don't see yourself that way either yes.
2: you see so. uh, um a uh, what do you how do you even call it not linear but like not progressive. That's not the word either. It's, things are just moving back to back to back to back. What is that called? Chronological. You see a yes. chronology happening. Yeah. And that chronology convinces you that it is one experience rather than many.
1: And it's many. It's many. Many. It's you, an infinite. You always changing. You're always every single moment. You're changing. you even how
2: we calculate time. If you were to take one minute, you could break it into 60 seconds. If you could break 60 seconds into 60 fractions, if you could keep fine you could do that for infinity yeah. and then just calculate how many different things happened at that moment. Yeah. How many particles of light hit you all influence you in one way or another. How every atom in your body has moved. That's how many different influences happen and how many times you changed in a fraction of a second. Exactly. It's infinite. No one... There's an unfathomable amount of change happening. Every fraction of a fraction of a fraction. There's no number small enough we could find to say one thing happened at that moment.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah. There's but nothing. No one sees those moments, though, I guess. is Everyone has the memory of the big moment or the, the big sad moment or the big happy moment that they forget all those other moments that were there.
2: That's totally incorrect. Why? We don't remember this fact. We don't remember the happy moments. Vividly, we remember the traumatic ones.
1: Okay, then whatever. Yes, there's the we're best not example remembering everything. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. there's
2: the the best example of that is actually marriage. Yeah. Yeah. People get married, and that's the happiest moment of their life. Until shit gets bad, then they immediately forget the happiest moment of their life.
1: Ah, uh, it gets replaced by the,
2: the bad bars. ones.
1: Uh, Instantaneously, <laughs> yes. that's why
2: divorce is so high. Uh. because we bury. The good. We, yes. It gets murdered by the bad. And it doesn't matter how good the good is, mm-hmm. the bad wins. Yeah. That applies to everything. That's true. You I went guess. to Six Flags. Why do you remember the roller coaster rides not the time you spent with family? It's because you were scared mm-hmm. on the roller coaster. Uh,
1: so that's what stays
2: in your mind. Yeah. It was a whole day. You yeah. remembered the 30 seconds of a fucking ride? Yeah. That's what you remember? <laughs> yeah.
1: That is so crazy. Yes. I don't know. Yeah that's that's really interesting hmm man it really does that's really sad about relationships but whatever
2: that's sad about everything but
1: uh, yeah i guess it's sad about everything (laughs) yeah
2: those are just two really prominent easy to point out examples yeah go to a theme park you're not gonna remember shit except the fear you felt on a roller coaster
1: and that's why you're gonna go back anyway (laughs) that's why you're gonna you're gonna be
2: like man the roller coaster that
1: few seconds was worth that whole day of waiting yeah yeah,
2: three hours on a line for a fucking ten second ride.
1: Yeah, because that memory though is strong enough. Yes, it was going. so
2: ho- you're you're wiggling death in front of yourself. Mm-hmm. And like now I remember because it's so traumatic. You're traumatizing yourself for fun.
1: Yes. Oh. Uh...
2: And then you're like, wow, I want to go back. Mm-hmm. I want I want that trauma again.
1: Yes, that's so horrible. That's what it is. Yes.
2: If we do freaking marriage again, people tend to get married more than once.
1: Yeah. They, Almost uh, everybody
2: who gets divorced gets married <laughs> no, again. Maybe. Yeah, because you're not really looking for the getting married part. That's just become the ritual to get to the drama that gives you the down enough so that when the drama is resolved, you get the high of coming back up. Wow. Well, you need secret. to feel down no, to feel
1: up. Yeah. That's, ah.
2: that's the jig, man.
1: Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Marriage is not last
2: marriages don't last relationships
1: the, don't last though is that bad i don't relationships know relationships
2: actually do last
1: do they yes. i haven't found any relationships that that say that they do
2: In romantic relationships these are i mean surveys service uh-huh. survey biases or whatever fuck but people who are together according to surveys or whatever and don't get married and last longer than two years on average stay together upwards of 10
1: Upwards to 10?
2: Upwards of 10. If they oh, cross okay. that two-year threshold. Mm-hmm. But people who are married for two years tend to get divorced around before the two-year mark. Yes.
1: But does that service check if those 10 years, they're happier or even more miserable? How than that? would you measure it? I don't... Because it's all about their emotions, I guess. Like, I don't know. You can objectively to <laughs> say
2: they got divorced or they're still together. You can't objectively like yeah i'm happier than those people are happy what's no. the difference between their 10 and their 10
1: that's true mm, i don't know there has to be a way i don't know surveys are dumb i guess we can't really figure it out
2: surveys are fucking stupid okay. they, they're they half-assed information <laughs> you can just get like an idea i guess yeah you get an idea of what's happening but not really like any solid information
1: yeah like everything okay
2: yeah <laughs> the universe is inherently flawed and nothing is provable under any circumstance we pretend things are though yes we're like this is the right way that's comfortable it's like fucking deal with the (laughs) uncomfortable who cares if it's uncomfortable what does it what does it even mean well comfort. yeah it means nothing all of Uh, it is inherently dumb
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: it is what it is anyways i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with jesus pagan he is a fantastic guy you guys should definitely go check his art on instagram at tales of duality that's t-a-l-e-s underscore of underscore duality it is astounding. There's some art up there that I really do like. It is really cool. And, uh, yeah, watch out for stuff, guys out here making things. That's what you do. You take life. You find something. You just dedicate yourself to it. And hopefully shit turns out. And if it doesn't, you did it anyways. Who cares? Just flip everybody you else enjoyed off. enjoyed it
1: while well, yeah. we you were doing it.
2: Hopefully you enjoyed it so much you do it again. Oh. Because that's the loop, right? You want something you enjoyed that you did do, and you do it repeatedly so often. It gets so good. Eventually, somebody's like, I'm going to pay him for that thing. Yeah. Then you're done. You made it. You did it so often, somebody hit you with money, and you're like, ah. Success. Success, I guess. (laughs) Is that success? I think success is making it to the end of doing the thing. I think somebody else telling you, you succeeded, buddy. Like, you don't need that. Like, who gives a shit?
1: So when you're like, I'm done.
2: When you feel you did it, and you're like, I did a thing. (laughs) You did a thing. Yeah. When somebody else is like, you did a thing, like, great, you could have said that had I done nothing. <laughs> you could have been like, man, you stood up. Congratulations, here's some money. And it's like, sweet, whatever, but like, I wrote a book. And I don't care about your book, you stood up, bro. You you walked, here's $100,000. Would
1: you take that?
2: I mean, I'd take the <laughs> money, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also, like, fuck why you're giving it to me. <laughs> I don't like whatever, dude. I guess you like when people stand. Sweet, I guess I'll do it again. Am I gonna get a, another hundred thousand? That's why
1: I feel like would happen though. People who get that will end up wanting to just stand up randomly because they think some kind of
2: benefit. man. That's the fucking problem, right? <laughs> yes, they think that's a you fuck people's... I think that's why billionaires don't just give people money. You can ruin their understanding of how the universe works. They're gonna be like, dude, if I just hang out here long enough, I'm gonna just get another million dollars. It happened yeah. already once. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs>
2: It's the problem with the lottery if you've already won the lottery stop playing yes fucking stop playing
1: there's no way you're winning again
2: it did happen though it did ha- it totally oh, happened i don't fucking know they're one cheating out of how many they're cheating bro i don't give a shit how do you cheat i don't fucking know he figured it out i don't know but like statistically speaking it's not happening stop yes. playing you already won you burned through all your money too bad you you somehow won the lottery and you fucked up everybody does yes <laughs> you're not an exception they all end up broke again Like I said, you were already risky enough to throw away God knows how much money for the chance that you might win eventually.
1: Yes. That is very sad.
2: And had you never won, you just threw a bunch of fucking money away.
1: Well, I guess it's okay that they did that because there's no loss.
2: There's really no up or down because they ended up right back where they started. Yeah. It's just like, cool. I had more money for a little bit and now I'm right back where I started. Yeah.
1: It went back to where it came from, I guess.
2: Yeah. That is the system is built around (laughs) that logic. Yeah. Anyways, yes, uh, you guys, you want more conversations with people, more guests, things of that nature. Or more us, too. Or more us, (laughs) too. Psychedelic conversations, trippy shit, reality deconstructed with words. Or if you just want to know what Scooby-Doo is, all of the above. You can find all that. This is my silky voice, by the way. If you want more of that stuff, you can find all that by going to the official website at greythoughts.info. Or by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any way you get your podcasts.
1: And you can reach us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Convo Pod.
2: Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show if you feel so inclined. That's, no more uh, si- silky voice. No more silky voice, no.
1: Okay.
2: They need to know. One, subscribe if you're listening. If you made it this far, subscribe. Your option's gone. Go hit that subscribe button. I'm waiting i'll finish this outro in a second you go ahead you you click the thingy i'm waiting if you already did it so wait for the others there's some slow people here who are, i'm like i'm not gonna do it but like i'm holding the show i'm just i'm sitting here i'm waiting i'm <laughs> mm-hmm, waiting mm-hmm. a couple more clicked it okay i like you guys you guys are cool you guys are cool the rest of you who are still like i'm not gonna do it you piece of shit But fucking click it click it you see there's some more some more all right i'll tell the rest of you a joke knock knock who's there did you laugh because there was nobody there. That was a joke. Because you that haven't hit subscribe, joke. so we're not at the other side of the door yet.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Boom! <laughs>
2: Caught him! Caught him! What was it, the interruptive cow? Nuna told me that one recently.
1: Oh, oh crap! What was knock that? knock?
2: Who's there? Interrupting cow! Interrupting moo! okay that that joke was told that
1: deserves a rate and a review
2: that deserves a rate and a review that joke was told to a friend of mine by his two-year-old son come on you better subscribe for that kid he told yes. a joke i told his joke he's getting fame by you subscribing
1: yeah and tell him that you did it for him,
2: tell him yeah let us know in a comment and i'll show the kid look they subscribe for you yes you're a star.
1: and let someone who might like this show know about it
2: yes word of mouth tell other people and force them to subscribe as well and tell them also to let us know that they're subscribing because you made them for a kid who's two years old and said a cow joke awesome yes
1: this has been the just conversation podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening Bye. bye
2: you need two transcribers all right mm, in a courtroom yeah because how the fuck are you really gonna do that
1: Total. well nowadays they don't need to just have a just just have a transcriber they could just record it
2: yeah they? fair enough i don't know who would just hire a, per- a person to get tortured like that
1: i don't know maybe in the old days that made sense but now we don't we could you know Use you know technology. what's weird i
2: swear there were movies based in like the 90s and 80s where there was somebody doing that and it's like you guys can just record what's happening
1: i know what if they hmm.
2: there's some weird look there's some weird mm-hmm. shit that goes on in courts that is just based off of tradition there's some weird shit that happens you think in courts. that
1: really was happening or was that a Hollywood version of what was happening i don't know
2: i've been the court no the judge really does come out in a robe why? Why aren't you just in a suit, bro? Yes. Like, that's some Did weird tradition-y shit. He doesn't shit. have a
1: powdery hair thing.
2: No, that was weird. That, that was weird. extra weird. That got phased out. But why haven't we phased out the, the ghost robe? robe? Like, the black K- it's K- their K- uniform. No, nah, man, that's weird. Like, they're Get wearing a, a suit uniform. under it. Unless you are like, naked under it. Which is, like, cool. I bet it's exciting to some judges. Yes. yes, They go out, like, in the nude. They day.
1: should just be in suits, though.
0: Good Good morning. Good morning. Good dub, dub, good dub. Good good
1: good up, the Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Clazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by Great Thoughts Info. Art
0: by Zero Lupo. and logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.